Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio, when all your friends are in space. Welcome to How Good's Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Doucher. And today we're joined by special guest Matt Stewart. Hi, I'm Matt Stewart. And uh, <laughs> to the three of you, I guess, because I already know the fucking answer. Boys, how good's footy? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Good, it's really, Tom. It's very it's, good, Tom. <laughs> it's the best. I actually said, I said to Douche a while ago, I will only ever be on this show if the Saints are in the top 15. And um, <laughs> we have climbed up <laughs> from the cellar into the top 15 this week, and I'm ready to party. <laughs> Huge win for the Saints this oh, week. Big win. Another percentage booster. Two, <laughs> two percentage boosters in a row. You're on fire. Yeah, we're doing very well. Have you, you won by a combined four points? Four points. <laughs> in yep. two weeks. Yeah, that's right. Hey, With a buy in between. Haven't lost for four weeks. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. That's huge. Yeah, real big. Um, also, like you've left your finals march a bit late. Well, sure, but that's how we like to do it. <laughs> I Is guess. it still mathematically possible? No. <laughs> no, no uh, what are we, three and a half with... Is eight to go? Yeah. Yeah. We I'd say mathematically <laughs> yeah. it is possible. You'd have to win every game. We'd have to win every game and somehow every team above you needs to lose. Yeah, a couple would games. have to um drop out of the competition. Um, <laughs> Not just out of the eight, just yeah. like Richmond just goes, you know what? We're done this year, actually. Yeah. Oh, guys, we won last year. It'd be unfair if we get playing. You guys you guys just have a crack. Ma- uh. Mathematically it's possible they extend the top eight this year to a top twelve. <laughs> Maybe top- a top fifteen. Yeah. 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 Just Honestly, top Top 12 stuff, yeah. (laughs) I think we might, this might be the end of our climb, to be honest. I think 15th is where we'll finish, but pretty happy with that. Yeah. Um, Because it was, it it looked like it could be worse than that. (laughs) Well, we've spoken about this before the show, but like, St. Kilda cop it every week, even though they weren't the bottom of the ladder. Like, it's just like, will St. Kilda win another game? Probably not. Will St. Kilda have a coach by next week? Probably not. Where are their players? Ten ways St. Kilda fucked up recruiting mm. since 1986. <laughs> but that's the pressure that they're under this year. Like, Matt, where did you think they were going to finish? Uh, I had a sort of uh, somewhere between 9th and 12th is where I expected. Oh, you didn't pick finals? No, I'd, 
we had a we do have a really tough draw, and also uh, our greatest modern player retired at the end of last year. And people say he had a shit year. Lee Montagna. Uh, no, <laughs> Lee, Lee's handy. He was a handy player, but um, Revolt. They, you know, like, do you think he had a good year last year? Most people say he had a, an ordinary year, but he actually he averaged about two goals a game. Mm. Playing uh, on the wing, and something like twenty touches a game, and yeah. and nearly ten marks a game. Like he had, I thought he was good last year. Yeah, he had a pretty good year. That's pretty huge stats. I mean, like first player. I've, look, I've 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 sort of rounded them all up, but still, <laughs> by at least ten. He averaged yeah. at least a scoring shot per game. Took a couple of marks <laughs> in the season. No, I feel like he had a really good year. Did he get injured during the year? He did, yeah. He was starting to get tired by the end of the year. He started really strong, and he but he still had like it. We just didn't have a player that could come into that um, form. We yeah. also, the draw was tough. It, on paper, it looked like we had to win the first two games. They looked like a couple of easy games. Uh, Lions, sorry, and uh, <laughs> and the Ruse. Ruse spanked us and we looked awful. And that looked bad, but now it doesn't look as bad. Well, yeah. Essendon, but it sapped our confidence that game. Yeah, Essendon had the reverse starts that year, uh, to that season this year, where we beat Adelaide and that looked huge. Like, Essendon were on fire after the first round. Then it turned out Adelaide fucking suck, and Essendon, they're fine. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. The form lines change very quickly. Yeah. It's like when Melbourne had the, that run of four huge wins, the, uh, most of them against sort of bottom teams, but yeah. then against the Crows, like, oh, maybe they have arrived, and now that win doesn't look so good. How many games have they won since then? On none. Have they lost four in a row? <laughs> they lost three. three in a row. Three, yeah. So they lost to I think Collingwood, judged- Queen's birthday, yeah. uh, then Port in Port. And then the Saints uh, rolled. The, the first two, you could argue, fair enough. Collingwood is obviously going all right. Yep. Um, Port Adelaide in Adelaide, they should have probably won and they only lost by 10 points away from home. Yeah. This one against the Saints doesn't look good for them. But I, <laughs> I still do think, I think people are writing them off now as the footy media does. They'll jump on and off. Yeah. But I, I still think they're going to, they'll end up rallying and finishing in the top six or yeah. something, probably winning a final and. Is they my get smashed guess. the next week. Yeah, what would writing teams off? <laughs> yeah, we've never done that on this show. Collingwood, beaten seventh. That's it. Is that the only team they've been in the top eight? Is that true? Oh, there you go. I didn't realize that. They've beaten 18th, 17th, 16th, 15th, 13th. Oh, yeah, we it's smashed ridiculous. Them. Right. Um, I'll try and find... I have stats to back this up. Give me a second. I'll find them. That is interesting. Okay. Yeah, if you take Melbourne out, Collingwood's their wins by ladder position are 18th twice. 17th, 16th, 15th, 14th, 13th, 12th, 11th. That is interesting. I did not realise that. So, flat track bullies. I mean, you can only beat who's in front of you. But, that is um, true. Lost to Richmond, lost to Geelong, lost to Sydney. Have they played Sydney? No, maybe not. Mm. But you know what's going to be a big challenge for them? My boys this week at the MCG. That's a huge game. Yes. That's going to be you guys a, a massive killers. crowd. Yeah, and like we might hopefully we're still hurting from Anzac Day where we came into that game pretty in form. I think we'd have lost one, one, two. Now you, you'll win because they're in the top eight, and you uh, you've made a habit of just smashing <laughs> teams in the top eight. But you're winning against the Eagles. You know, all of a sudden that doesn't look so good. That was just another one of their. They're in a losing streak at the yeah. moment. Although maybe Essendon are causing losing streaks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Plus the, I mean, I'm being facetious. The Eagles are very good, and and it was over there. No one's beaten them over there. Yeah, except Sydney. Oh, well, obviously, Sydney. Yeah. Do they count? <laughs> no. So I don't know how Sydney, Sydney how don't factual... count in any kind of <laughs> review system ever because they're just good. Yeah. Yeah, they You're made us look awful. You've never seen an article awful. about them. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Where did Sydney get it wrong? Nowhere. They're really good. They've been consistent for about 15 years. How long will Horse coach for? As long as he wants. (laughs) (laughs) When he's ready to give the keys back to Roos. (laughs) So after St Kilda's huge win, uh, we also had another huge win on Sunday. And that was the Brisbane Lions. Yes! Went to Optus Stadium. Hellhole Stadium. (laughs) Notorious for destroying players in their legs. Yep. uh, No injuries. Brisbane Brisbane did a bit of destroying themselves. Well, Hellhole turned on its own in the warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> Sandlin's pulled out, I think, with about two minutes until the game started. That's happened a, like a... Either I'm paying more attention this year or it's happened a lot more. How many Geelong yeah. games have you watched? Because we've had 12 late changes. Yeah, but your late changes haven't been due to injury, though, have they? Oh, it's sometimes, just been... sometimes Chris Scott's like, and, uh, oh, this person's now out. <laughs> yeah. Shenanigans. You're thinking of Jared White. Yeah. He pulled out with like three minutes to go. Yeah. Um, um, Lin Jong on the Thursday, uh, the Friday night game, Suckling pulled out five minutes before the bounce. And then Ling... Ling Jong then did his shoulder five minutes into the game. Yeah, but that was bad. Poor bloke. Yeah. But Brisbane, <laughs> fuck. I've been saying it all year, boys. They're the sleeping giant of the <laughs> AFL. And they are coming. What'd that guy say? That, you know, lion... I don't know, something about a lion roaring. When, <laughs> when sleeping lions wake up, they roar. Fuck yes. <laughs> that. Oh, I, I loved it. How, how's their percentage as well? They're it's beautiful. It's twenty points percentage points higher than the team above them, the Gold Coast Suns. That's ten insane. points higher than the team above them, the mighty mighty Saints. Yeah, <laughs> the dogs higher than them. It's about the it's about equal with thirteenth placed Fremantle. Yep, which has been unlucky. They've had a few close uh, losses. I crunched some numbers, boys. I had a look at it this morning. <laughs> Your average winning margin would be fifty points. Yeah, it would be. Jesus. Yeah. From the two wins. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> insane. I, it's, it's weird because I, I remember saying this when we beat Hawthorne by nine goals or whatever. And Cash it happened again goals. on the weekend. Part of me just wants to win a close one for the adrenaline. <laughs> like, I haven't had that. I've had games where it's been over by like half time, three quarters. Yeah, but time. if you relaxed. I relax, but I want to be I want to be like pumped and in the moment. Are you some... telling me that at the start of the fourth quarter, you weren't still like, fuck free, it could come from the clouds here? <laughs> no, because they were just shit ass. It was, that was one of the worst performances from a team that I've seen I've in had a that... long time. And you have to watch Brisbane every week. So. That's true. <laughs> and fuck you, because they've been pretty good this year. Back to my thing. I have. Um, Brisbane have lost there's, there's seven games. I think, how many have you lost? 13? Or so? Yeah. Something like that. How many games have been played? Like 15, 16? 14, uh, so you're 2 and 12. There's about seven of Brisbane's losses where I look at them and I remember them and I'm like, really could have won that game. Like, legitimately could have won that. And if you add that Gold to the, Coast. Just, yep. um, the one against Port Adelaide that we lost by three points, um, even the one against the Saints, we were in it till about half yeah, the last quarter. definitely could have won it. that. It's, it's the thing, I think that that's where the confidence of a young team that hasn't won a lot, they just, that happens. You see yeah. that happening all the time. Like, the Saints basically, they've got not a heap of confidence. they Almost coughed it up. That game goes for 20 seconds longer. You're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. But that's what it is. <laughs> Amazing. The Saints get in that position to win and then they just they freak out because they're a bit young and inexperienced. Look at and they, they kind of forget week. how to finish the job. Yeah. What team very much stresses me out because they love to do that? Essendon. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Both the West Coast game and this win this week, not comfortable at any point in that game. No, but it's because there's been a few results that teams have pinched wins late. And so now you watch all those games on the weekend that were a little bit tight. 
even if there was like two minutes left, yeah. three or four goals in it, the commentary team was still like, fuck, this is on. It's still on. Yeah, yeah. And it was. It was crazy. Unless you had the Friday night game, which Bruce kept trying to call the Bulldogs as winners, like any time they kicked a- I think we can call mm. it yet. And like whoever the other commentator was who isn't Wayne Carey was like, nah, Bruce. <laughs> Who's <laughs> the other commentator? Not- Probably Basil. Ugh. But, you know, Bruce Shirt is Hamish. McLaughlin? Ugh. Gil? Little Gil? <laughs> Baby Gil? Baby Gil. Bruce did show his wisdom, though. Who won? Uh, he called it. He did call it. <laughs> Listen to when Bruce speaks. Yes. Tom, when it comes to Channel 7 commentary oh, problems, Bruce is not the no, problem. No, Bruce is not the problem. <laughs> no, no he's, uh, he's trying really hard. He's, he's really good, isn't he, Bruce? He doesn't mind asking a rhetorical question, though, does he? <laughs> Oh, boys, how oh. good was that? Oh. Hey, Bruce, give us your opinion. <laughs> he's not confident. He's been on a long time and yeah. he's still, everything is a question. Well, I think he's used to having Dennis next to him and Dennis would always answer the rhetorical questions. Right. Yeah. And now he's sort of got fucking Wayne Carey who you ask a question to and he, Deer in the to, headlights. he has to think about whether he's going to assault someone. What a bizarre thing that he has a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yes. multiple jobs multiple in footy media. It's yep. so weird. Yeah. He was, apparently he was... On the commentary team for the White Ribbon game. Yes. Yeah, which is he's done it. Up. He's done the White Ribbon game twice, and I know this because it's usually a Geelong Bulldogs game. Right. Uh, and both times you see him like on the boundary line with like Ling and like probably Hamish or Richo, and you're like, the f- are you fucking kidding me? This is a game against domestic violence. You've got a guy who glassed a woman. <laughs> it's Among other things. Fucked up. I'm not a Wayne Carey fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, would you have any? I mean, do you have any valid reasons for that? <laughs> no, nah, nah, just a vibe I get from him. I don't know what it is. Uh... Yeah, it's. Uh, they need to hopefully stamp that out. Hopefully, after the events of this weekend, which we won't really go super into, but they're not going to though, because Eddie Maguire was an idiot years ago, and he's still on that network as is Wayne Carey. <sighs> yeah. Well, hopefully, maybe, maybe, and I'm very hopeful that in this new era. You're getting new people coming up, and it just flushes out all of the scum. I mean, you'd hope. Yeah, look, fingers crossed. Wayne Carey's a big bit of scum. Oh, yeah. A lot of flushing to get that yeah. turd out of there. Look, Eddie McGuire's going to take a few flushes too. <laughs> He's a floater. <laughs> I'd, I would actually like to replace Wayne Carey with someone like Nat Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, just but here's the thing: they're like you know, oh, they've got him there because he's an expert on the game and he's a big time player. There are plenty of big time players who are experts on the game who've never fucking assaulted someone who were mm. looking for work, and, he, and and who can really string a few sentences together as do you well. Know who would fill that role pretty well, Brownie. Which one? Wayne Carey's role because he can just do exactly. Which Brown? No, Any, no, no, no. either Brown. Pick a Brown. <laughs> I meant Jonathan. Not Campbell, because okay. he's also bad. Yeah. Sorry, but there's a few in the media. I just got a bit. No, no, no. no. There's Campbell, there's Nathan. There's no, no, no. Tom. I meant, sorry. Well, I looked at you, which doesn't really work that well in an audio medium. Yeah, enough, yeah enough. Jonathan Brown. Because like on the radio and stuff like that, he has like that same like kind of dumb sounding voice, but he knows what he's talking about. very about. clever, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's just clever enough that clever he knows man. that he's got a good gig on Foxtel and he doesn't want to belittle himself and take a <laughs> shit job at Channel 7. <laughs> Honestly, look at... Like, I've I've only started listening, uh, watching Fox footy games this year. I've watched a lot of them on Fox. And you just notice how much better the commentary teams are on Fox footy. It's ridiculous. because they're actually talking about the game. That's, that's it. That's being played there and the special comments people are like Nick Rewalt or... Cam Mooney or Brian it's, Lake, it's, people who can kind of string a coherent sentence together and actually know a bit about the game that they're talking about. Whereas Channel 7's inside jokes from the boys' club. 
Yeah. And they're all just, they're just idiots. It's like BT constantly throwing to Wayne Carey about Wayne Carey's career. Oh, could you have kicked it from that angle, and mate? They've, they've now added James Brayshaw to the lineup, who was really good when he was commentating cricket. Although I will say, I will concede one point to the Channel 7 commentary team. They were the perfect commentary team for the North Melbourne Essendon game because it was just a shootout and you just needed the people to go, oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> for three hours. And that's all they did. There was a lot of. Fucking huge goals in that game. Because it wasn't just like a shootout where it was just like set shot, set shot, set shot. Everyone was kicking them from everywhere. There was 22 goal scorers in that game. Fuck, that's, that's insane. Massive. That's the highest, I think the highest scoring game since 2009. The halftime score, the highest since 2009, I'm pretty sure. The end uh-huh. score wouldn't have been. No, nah, because it settled down heaps did, after yeah. halftime. But there was 13 goals kicked in the first quarter. But. Tip my hat to your team, mate, because North have been... Haven't they been the best defensive team this year outside of Geelong? Third best. Third. best. Who's second? Uh, I think either Sydney or Richmond. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I thought it was... <laughs> that's weird. I thought it was, it was a, Brisbane. It was a really good scoring oh, day. No. Just going at, um, only Of the six teams, only one team didn't make it to 100 plus. Yeah. That's a, that's a good day's footy. <laughs> it's a good weekend <laughs> to the... kick goals. Oh, Freya, the only team that didn't make it to 100 because they don't know how to kick goals. No, yeah. I bet Carlton was too because Carlton haven't scored over 100 points in two years. <laughs> yeah, Carlton, Carlton didn't do, but actually no one did on Saturday. Not a single team out of, of the eight teams playing made it to 100. Wow. And then you have two or three games where both teams made it to 100. Yeah. yeah. Huge. All right, let's just jump into the games in chronological yeah, yeah, order. Yeah. So uh, Thursday night, which again, I've said this before, love a Thursday night game. Yes, I'm into it. Brent, yeah. I reckon permanent fixture. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with the nine games. That's the easiest way. Just keep the fixture how it was, but just add a Thursday night game. Yeah. Makes I love sense. it. I love it too. Did forget that it was happening and went and saw Jurassic World. But what do you, what do, well, all right, what do you think? Jurassic, yeah, was World? Jurassic World? Yeah, I also saw Jurassic World that night. Yeah. Did you forget that footy was on Thursday? No, that? I knew it was on. No, it was my birthday, I... and I wanted to go to the movies. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Oh, that's um, nice. Quick, quick sidebar. Jurassic World, not bad. Yeah, it was fine. Could have been better. Yeah, it could have been. Had yeah. dinosaurs in it. Good time. I'm Richmond. Great. I'm a bit. Yeah, I'm a bit. Bit worried about how dedicated you guys are to how good footy is. <laughs> we um we dabbled our time. I, I watched the second half. Okay. So I did double my time into how good's dinosaurs on top of how good. I'm just trying to. I, I branch my brand out I'd, I'd love to know how many AFL-based uh, podcasts are, are done in a room with um, maybe, what, 40 different multi-sided dice? I guess all dice are multi-sided, also, to be honest. You're also forgetting but... the uh, playing cards that are everywhere, too. We've got playing cards, D&D books. Uh, I mean, a box of favourites. Are playing cards like playing cards? Yeah, they're just yeah. like playing cards. Well, is that a nerdy thing? No, it's just a weird thing to have in the room, I guess. That's true. It's got a frog on it, this one. That is great. <laughs> Mine are stuff about Bigfoot and a Bigfoot. The frog one's ah. from this, I think, because this one's called Animal Kingdom. Uh, I reckon, yep, it's on the back. Speaking oh, of animals, the Tigers had oh, a great game. Oh, <laughs> great transition. Yeah, good. Um, and the score, like, Tigers won by tw- uh, 26 points. A lot closer than it that. It was way closer. Sydney got within, like... Nine points in the last quarter. Yeah, it was, oh, it was game it was on. Like, they just couldn't. I I didn't see Jurassic World, and yeah, I, I, I only caught the, the last quarter. No, I only saw the last quarter, and they, yeah, they just did. They really didn't look like a genuine chance to win the Swans. They um they had one passage of play where they looked that they would have hit the lead, where Sinclair took a mark, and then Buddy Franklin karate chopped Rance in the throat, and he put <laughs> so much mayonnaise on it that he choked on the mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was a reversal. Richmond go down the other end and Rewalt, right. who, who played like the best game I've ever seen him play for a guy. He kicked like three goals. Like he's had games. Three two. He's had games where he kicked ten goals. 
I've never seen Jack Raybolt play as good as he did. Did you see um, that? There was a bit Thursday. of classic Jack, though, in late in the last quarter, where he played, he was pleading for a free kick as the game went on. <laughs> <laughs> That's like That's old school want. Jack. He's still got his arms in the air and the ball's behind him still in play. Like, he could have turned around and picked that goal, ball and <laughs> snapped a goal if he wasn't being like, no, it's come on. Come on. It he was, learned, he learned from Richo, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's straight, yeah, straight from Richo. Same with the killers. Give me a free kick. That was that was my highlight of last year. What a moment! <laughs> him singing Mr. Oh, I I don't know why, but that made me feel so good. As well as the killers playing, um, they converted me that day. The killers to being a killers final. fan, or a... well, you know that day I was. Yeah. I mean, they when it they was... play that Midnight Oil track, that yeah. was yes. sick. Yeah, it they, was they a... knew their fan base. Yeah, yeah. that was well. a real smart. PR play. Um, work, it was also flowers. nice, like, I'm not a killer's man, but it was nice to have someone that just put on, like, a competent show at the grand final. Yes, yeah. Because uh, there's been a few years in a row of just, like, very average what is, musical Who would you be talking about there? Oh, look, give me a year to look at how average it was. Meatloaf? Yeah, that's yeah. the year I thought you were going to go with. Um, yeah. That was no good. The the years I've been there, I was there at the replay. Oh, I'm going a few years back now. Yeah. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Tore it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, 09, was it was Farnsey. Oh, 09 was Farnsey and Barnsey. Yeah, mate, would they do <laughs> And right. Hunters and Collectors. Oh, okay, yeah. that's huge. That's they, huge. I mean, it's, I, I reckon it's it's usually who they select, and I think whoever does the band selections are pretty clueless. But I think the Killers were smart. That was basically a sure thing. Yeah, and, like, that's also, just pick a band that's big on Triple M. That's all you need. Pick a band who's vaguely relevant still, yeah. who Just have enough hits to play a full <laughs> set of songs that are all hits. Yeah. Which which of the killers ticks those boxes? Yeah. Yes. Single. A band that have released at least eight singles that people yeah. might recognize. So like The Living End. Yeah. You know what? The Living End would probably be fun. Have they, have they not done one? No, The Living End have done one. It wasn't. Uh, oh, really? it was on the White Noise tour, and yeah, yeah they, I remember seeing that. It was uh, no good. The lead singer had lost his voice. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Chris so Cheney. mimed, <gasps> and the bassist was loud. He mimed. Yeah. Living uh, End would have been good about 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh, there was also the year, I will say this, 2007, 2008, uh, back-to-back, I saw those games, don't know why. Um, 07, Jet played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, yeah, Jet. <laughs> uh, and in, in 2008, Did fucking they- Powderfinger. Really? Yes. Did 2007, did Jet try and make Shine On like a footy song? Because uh, I feel like they'd try real hard to tap into like the Holy Grail mo- like market, but maybe, with Shine On. Maybe. No, it was more their like, like their Get Born album was the, uh, okay. that's, like, the only thing they If did. they played a set now, I think it would be the same. It would be the same. <laughs> they only play that. They've had like five albums since, but they're only going to play Get Born. I think yeah, they've really, they kind of, I think they just reformed. Yeah. Back. To, on a on a, a Get Born tour. Yeah, they're doing a... Um, <laughs> they're no one's buying her other shit. Remember those like seven good songs we had on that one album? That's smart. I mean, if imagine having any hits. I'd be I'd be touring that shit into the ground. It's- <laughs> I did like, it's not ideal. Ideally, you'd continue to make <laughs> hits. But if that's not an option, which apparently it wasn't for them, they... They got a great riff from quite a long time ago. Yeah, Lost for Life. People were like, oh. But it was, even Lost for Life, it was already an old riff. Yeah. It was from, like, Can't Hurry Love. It was like a Motown <laughs> riff. And I'm sure they stole it from Beethoven or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. Jet managed to get two massive singles, one that is just clearly a Beatles song. And yes. the other one is just very clearly a stolen riff. But good on you, Jet. Well done, Jet. And then they've also made a brave play of breaking up, then trying to reform a band and pretending that three albums didn't happen. <laughs> Do you know what I love is the best Australian band? This is so off topic, but I'm going there. The best Australian band breakup is Wolf Mother, who are just now one guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just kicked everyone, the, the main dude from Wolf Mother just kicked everyone else out of Wolf Mother, got some new people and was like, hey guys, we're still Wolf Mother. Like, uh, nah, you're just that one guy. Andrew yeah. That was Andrew yeah. Stockdale. Yeah. That was, their, that was the second album, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. So he had one album, the second one, he's like, oh, fuck all those guys. It's me. So he's a one man team. Yeah, yeah, and like, a bit like Buddy, we're back to the footy. Yay! <laughs> um, what do we think of the judo chop to the throat? Loved should it. have. I'm going to say <laughs> should have got a week, only because very biasedly, if Tom Hawkins had done the same, he would have got two weeks. Do you think AFL it. corruption by not calling it striking and calling it misconduct? Yes, it's a strike. It's a bit he, fucked. It was, it was a punching motion. Counterpoint. No, open fit, open hand. But it was a motion. No, he pushed up. Yeah, but so he motioned. He motioned up with an open hand. It was yeah. like a high five, but Rance didn't want it. And he was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a high five, but Rance didn't want it. I'd love it if that's what his like defense team did. He was just trying to high five Rance, and Rance wasn't ready. <laughs> just an awkward moment between two mates. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen hundred dollar fine. Yeah, we'll take it. See you later. <laughs> Counterpoint. Do you reckon that they were just like, nah, because it was on Rance, insufficient force. Yes, and also because it was on Rance, and he's been known to just play everything up. They were just like. Well, we honestly can't trust that he actually hit him that that's, hard. I think that's the key to it. I think yeah. you you look at his reaction because Michael Christian said we take um you know the player's uh, reaction into it as well. But with Rance, it's like well he's been fined for faking. Yeah. In the same way that the flip side of that, the Joel Selwood one, where Harvey got off because Sel was like, "No, nah, it was insufficient force. My head just bleeds if you look at it for long." Enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will always respect Selwood for doing that. That's great. Was Getting that for another a prelim player or off something for a prelim final? Champion. Got Boomer Harvey. And then they got smashed by Sydney. <laughs> One thing about this game, just while we're still on the topic of commentaries, yep. uh, I didn't know better. I would imagine that Richmond are one bloke, and that's Dustin Martin. Dusty had a shit game. It's that shit season. And the entire game, they were like, oh, Martin's lurking around this pack. He'd had like 10 touches to half time and done nothing, and they would not shut up about him. Oh, he's looking dangerous, though. He's not. Yeah, he is looking dangerous. That's just how he looks. He just looks like he's going to stab someone. Oh, he's uh, found a chopstick. Oh, looking, da- looking dangerous. I remember that story. Oh, the chopstick, Mr. Miyagi's. Um, he had 21 touches, went at 52%, and Ugh. kicked one behind. I really, The footy media is bizarre. Like, they, they take so long to get on or off. I was saying the opposite of this, what, 10 minutes ago? <laughs> no, no, no. But they, they, if they're like a reputation, they'll just be on that for so long. Oh, yeah. It's different with a player and a team. Yeah, a right. Team, it'll, it'll change every week. But you're right. Dusty Martin, by his standards of last year, this year's been shithouse. And still, you see people have like, they're rolling all Australian team of the year. He's Dusty in Martin's it, yeah. in there. And it's like, what? <laughs> He's been shit. No, you got to have him in there. Oh. you got to have him in there. I mean, are you picking the team for... On paper, then it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if that was a real all-Australian team that was going to play the American team... Yeah, you'd who, pick Dusty. Yeah, you would, you'd have to yeah. pick him. But right? if it's based on the year... Then no, it, no, no, absolutely Give it not. to someone here's, more deserving. Give it to Cripps. Here's something that's interesting. His season average for Dream Team points is only 88. Really? That isn't high enough to put him as your captain if you were having a Dream Team side. You Dustin Martin's not a guy you ever put as a captain in a Dream Team side, though, because he's a bit like Cyril in that he'll have 14 touches, but they're all... Last yeah. year, his average was 112. Oh, okay, he's having a shot. That's a big drop-off. Mm. Well, Dangerfield's probably having a similar thing. His average is probably down to like 90, and last year averaged like 120 or something. Is that like, do you think that's got anything to do with Gary coming back? I you think see so. his average is bang on 100. Dangers is. Dangers. Fuck. He is. Well, for him. 
That's that's, that's pretty normally it's two hundred and six. Now I I have talked on this show about how Danger is playing a more sacrificial role as like a high forward, which means that uh, Gary's getting more of that ball through the middle. Geelong should be the best. Like I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. That's embarrassing for Geelong. <laughs> Maybe it's the coach. Ooh. It's not the fucking coach, and you agree with me. You love do Chris I? Scott. Do the I pre- love him? Premiership yeah, you do. Coach. I love him as a bloke and as a Brisbane player. <laughs> Premiership as coach, a coach, Chris Scott. I'll I'll put this to you, Tom. <laughs> yeah, right. Is he a bit one dimensional? No, he's not. Does he have a plan B when he <laughs> okay, chips it down? Okay. Can we? Does this kind of dovetail into the next game nicely? Because I'm getting attacked. <laughs> uh yeah. You know what? It does. Anyway, Richmond beat Sydney ninety three to sixty seven. Well, just on Sydney, this is something I've been I haven't had a chance to ask anyone because I don't really have many friends who care about football. Yeah, <laughs> but is it? I I know I I haven't been able to figure it out if this is irrational or not. But I really don't like Sinclair. I can't. I don't know. I have no. I couldn't tell you why. West no. Coast scum. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a TC. How, oh, did he get pushed? Yeah, into TC territory by his own thoughts. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, I'm he, not. I'm not sure why. I couldn't t- explain it, but I just when I'm watching the games, I'm like, I oh, yeah, it feels unfair. Is it his face? It, I was about to say. <laughs> no, I look at Callum Sinclair. Maybe it's his face. He does look like the kind of guy who'd get road rage for no reason. <laughs> just sitting in traffic. Yeah, just like start abusing everyone near him. He's the kind of guy who'd get angry at someone for accidentally entering the wrong end of a queue, and then being like, "Oh, sorry," and going in, be like, "Yeah, well, it's that way." That's what Callum Sinclair looks like. Well, he's got it's sm- fucking eighty. He's got Do sm- eighty. <laughs> his face is pretty smug. He's yeah, got a yeah maybe that's face. it. Maybe he's got a resting smug face. Oh, yeah. What a what an awful. What an out of the I, face to have is resting smug face the worst one to have? That's one. It's got to be one of the worst. Yeah, as someone who has that, it's rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's real bad. I like, thought about that before, but you do. I absolutely do. <laughs> I, it's, if I'm like truly neutral, I don't. But if I'm even... So if I'm sitting at a 5 out of 10, not smug. 5.001, smug. I can be having a very average day, but it's just a little bit good. It's bad. Like, it's so... Yeah. I wish I could do something to fix it. So you just constantly look like you've farted. And <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> um, this is a nice tie. So Sydney, Richmond, Richmond were too good in the end and lifted. Geelong just lost to the Bulldogs. Um, Probably because Hardwick had Plan B, C, <laughs> D. Okay, I'd like to counteract. That. What are the cats got, Tom? We've got Plan B. Let's put Dangerfield on the ball. Plans A is put Dangerfield on the ball. Plan B, put him in the forward line. No need for C. Duh. Except there is. No, no, but I will say this. With the personnel that we've had injured in terms of just key areas, yeah. we've, we lost our best forward from the start of the year in Menzel, who's kicking four goals a week. You then lose Radagalea, who is our backup ruckman and weirdly crucial for a first-year player because he just gave us fuckloads. Yeah. You then lose the whole back line for most of the year. I think what's happening is you have Geelong – Used to have that thing when they were really good where they had consistency, so they had the same team in every week, so they learned to play with one another. Yeah. You look at Richmond. Richmond are playing, haven't had a lot of injuries in the last couple of years. These guys have developed and played together a lot. They're now at a level where they know that it's it's the opposite to that like lower-ranked team mentality. Yeah. They yeah. know they're successful, so they know they can get out of trouble. They know that if I do this, I know that Cochin will come around behind me or I can hit up Grigg because I, 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 I know that he'll be there for me. Yeah. A lot of times on Friday night, defenders getting in the way of other defenders. I just think we just, Geelong have had, 
I think seven or eight debutants last year and about the same this year for a team pushing finals. I just don't think we've had the consistency and I don't think that's Chris Scott's fault. I think he's done a good job with what he's had, but I think the problem is he can't have a plan B because his plan B keeps getting injured. <laughs> and then his plan C gets injured. You know what, mate? Don't care. Oh, <laughs> I, thought I, thought I, oh I thought you did too. No, no, you don't because you played. you came up against a team on the edge, yep. a team who fucked it last week. Yep, have been shit house. So I'm going to put it out there. Have been shit house for you, Tom. <laughs> shut up, shit house. Sean. Tom, 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 sit Sean. down. Oh, you already are, Tom. <laughs> Fuck you. That for a year low. and a half, the dogs have been shit. Yeah. How many players were they missing on the weekend? So many. How many got injured during the game? One. You should have destroyed them, mate. That's piss week. You don't deserve to win a premiership this year, based on what we saw on the weekend. And Chris Scott couldn't coach one anyway because he doesn't have a plan B. He does. He doesn't, mate. You can't blame injuries. Luke Beveridge didn't blame injuries. They fucking just got the job done and won. Luke Beveridge blamed winning a premiership like a fucking idiot. (laughs) But then they came back and won. So I will put the point out there. Bulldogs on Friday night would have probably beaten most teams the way they played. It's easy to say that when your team lost. Vintage like 2016 Bulldogs. And yep. they only just beat you, right? And they only just beat us. If Harry Taylor kicks straight, this episode, this is a different story. So I don't think it's I don't think it's panic stations I, at this stage. I, this is something I really hate about football commentary as well. Sorry, mate. I, <laughs> <laughs> don't apologize. But where like it's that. where something like that is, it's like if if tiny little things and I, I probably have this because I'm a Saints supporter and we did there were a couple of years where it was so close and people say it's the culture you'd never win premierships because of the culture it's like well nah it's because that ball bounces the ball bounces right to the left that's a good you know. or Scarlet's foot doesn't just get that toe poke you know there are little <laughs> it can be little things outside of culture or a coach not having a plan B or coaches have plan B's every coach has so many like you don't really think that he's going fuck I don't know <laughs> Like, he has other plans. <laughs> and they're subtle sometimes, and maybe we don't know exactly what they are, and they don't come into the uh, press conference after and go, well, these are all the things we tried necessarily, because they've, they've got another game to play the following week. Anyway, I, I forgot what point I was making. <laughs> no, but I like it. I'm but, I, it. yeah, really, sorry. Um, Red Mist came down there. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, one more thing on this game. You accused me of not standing up. Yeah. Um, and someone else did in an email. Uh, I stood up for... Quite a few of the goals kicked, including Narkles, uh two, which were belters. Yeah. Yep. Unearthed another gem. Oh, um, were you, um, sorry, just to clarify. Yep. You were at the game? No, I was at home. Oh, you stood up in the comfort of your lounge room. <laughs> it, you say comfort, but I've got a few. I actually wanted to bring this up with you. And a cat. That you weren't at the game yeah. because, quote, it was a Bulldogs home game. Yeah. So your membership doesn't get you in. Correct. Harden up. I don't. I fucking pay for Brisbane games. I'll go in and watch them when it's not a when it's you know when they're on the road. Yeah, but do why you, wouldn't you do go? You pay, do you pay for a membership? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Have you this oh, year? Oh, that I, I mean, no. so you haven't. That this year. Is, I'm no. paying for a membership. Yeah, no, but you get more value out of a membership than a Brisbane. Yeah, I absolutely do. It's a Victorian you know, Brisbane membership. Do you know it's how expensive Etihad Stadium is? Yeah, twenty five dollars. No, yeah, no, no, twenty five dollars. Are you scoring this, douche? I don't know who's yeah, winning. It's, General admission is $25. (laughs) So you didn't want to pay $25 because you wanted to sit home and have cheese on the couch. Uh, Yep. Cheese and wine. Yep. It's all right. Look, Sean, we've got a comment on the Facebook post here. Is Um, this a live comment? Are we going out uh, live? No, it's not not live. It's not live. This is from the weekend. But it's still very much (laughs) applicable now. Uh, Tom, one of our listeners is a Western Bulldog supporter. Took a photo of himself at the game. Was said he's looking forward to standing up. Tom notorious for remaining seated at the games because he loves to sit in the MCC. 
<laughs> Tom said, bring it. Picture of himself sitting on the couch. Sean, I stood that day. You saw twice. Thank yep. you. Yep. But it, when other opportunities would I have stood? It's, look. Fuck, we've covered this in previous episodes. I'm getting better. All right. I don't use those muscles a lot. He's recovering. All They're right. weak and atrophied. <laughs> John, the fan, was like, oh, Tom, I hope you have no reason to stand up today. Tom fired back. I stood when Narkel kicked that goal. Oh. The game had just started. Narkel kicked the first goal of the game. It's a fucking awesome goal. John fired back at the end of the game. I stood when Harry Taylor kicked a point. <laughs> <laughs> to that, I will say, I stood for the last probably... Two and a half minutes of the Wine game. Wine and cheese everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my cat was... Because I had a scarf on and my cat was like circling. And then I went to like... So I was like hunched over, like standing up in front of the TV, just like... Because if I get closer to the TV, that'll... Have You'll help you result. give them good energies. Yeah. I would kick that goal and I went to stand up. But I just heard this like noise and I looked down and my cat had attached itself to my <laughs> scarf. And it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> so I was standing and I was... It hurt more when he missed and I was standing... And then I, I had to, I couldn't go, so my fiance had gone to bed and I was on such an adrenaline rush. I just like walked around the kitchen for like 20 minutes to come back down again. So um, it was shit. It would, yeah, you, it would be so hard to keep seated during that. Just adrenaline would oh, be. I nearly ring-girled through the TV the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> like crawled in, choked Wayne Carey on the way past out of the field. Uh, no, nah, we'll be fine. How many after the siren shots have you had to win games? Geelong, oh, a lot. Billy Brownless. Billy yeah. Brownless. How many of the Saints had? That was against the dogs as well. Yep. So I'm just thinking about Brisbane. Like it happened with Ash McGrath in the one against Geelong. Yep. We've had one where Brad Johnson had one and he sprayed it. Jonathan Brown kicked a goal to draw a game with Sydney. But outside of that, I can't remember many at Brisbane. Oh, we've had a lot. Billy Brownless, uh, Peter Riccardi, uh, Hawkins. Bartell kicked a point after the siren. Hawkins versus Geelong? Hawkins versus uh, Hawthorne, you mean? <laughs> of course. Morgan was Morgan's um, before he played for Geelong. Hawkins at training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now the one against um Hawthorne was awesome. Yeah, and then Bartel had another one against Hawthorne where it was a goal after the siren. Didn't he kick a he point had, to win? Was, scores were level yeah. and he kicked a point. Uh, and then there was the, the Isaac Smith one where he shanked it. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harry smiled. We had a bit of a... The field. <laughs> <laughs> and the next day they actually did a heat map. Like, where the fuck was he running to? <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, anyway. Um, I, we, we've had some close ones. It was probably about time that we, we, we didn't win a close one. I still have nightmares about that Essendon comeback a couple of years ago against Sydney. and Gary Rowan? Uh, no, it was... Fuck, was it Lovett Murray? Or maybe it was Lovett. Oh, no, Courtney Dempsey. Courtney Dempsey, that's right. Played on. Took a mark. He was within scoring distance. It would have been a big kick, but he played on and we lost by four points after coming back from like 45 points down. Oh, Tom, ooh. you got any positives? I've, I've, I've finished having a go at Geelong now. <laughs> I've got <laughs> three positives. Yep. yep. Um, Narkel looks like a good find. Love that first goal. He kicked some nice goals, set up a lot of good goals Kicked two, two didn't he? Kicked two, both on the run. Yep. Um, Tim Kelly lifted after a quiet first half, had like 15 or 17 touches in the last quarter. Um, and I thought Joel Selwood played possibly one of the best games I've seen him play. Did the commentary get too into Narkel? Nah. Like the whole game, though, they just wanted Sparkle to tell you how Narkel. special he is and stuff. And it's like, just let the kid have <laughs> yeah, a game. And Bruce, Bruce wanted. I felt bad because it was the other. Who was the kid for the other team? Playing Lynch. his first game. Yeah, but he was like a back pocket. He was never going to do anything flashy. Yeah, I know, but I just feel He did. He actually him. set up a couple of kicks, and Bruce did say there were two debutants out there both playing very good games. Dermot Brereton has had a crack at Gary Ablett. Okay, yeah. Calling it the worst 30-possession game ever. Is this like his career at Sydney or Collingwood? Where did he go after Hawthorne? Sydney and Collingwood, yeah. yeah. And he was really good at both of them? 
Well, he was good I at start, starting and ending fight. Yeah, <laughs> he got seven weeks. So no, no, he uh, chicken wing tackled him, knocked him out, and then when he was getting up, stood on his head. We shouldn't yeah. laugh. We shouldn't. It was a different time. <laughs> I um, also uh, actually have this DVD that was huge when I was in high school. It was called Biff's Bumps and Brawls. Oh, yeah. Have you guys ever seen I those? had that on VHS. Fuck, they oh, were good. <laughs> they were awesome. He was a star. And of they, that. every every hit, they put a spark like a fireworks sort of spark. Yes. Effect. yes. <laughs> it's so good. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, have you never seen it? No. I oh. found the DVD uh, at my parents' place recently. I'll lend it to you. It's Thanks. so good. It's Thanks. good. Uh, it's just... I wouldn't yet. Yeah, fi- I think it was an official AFL release. Yep. Yeah, it was. It's like hosted by it. Sandy Roberts or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe He's Sam still... Kekovich. I can't remember. He's Sam still Kekovich. commentating. He, yeah. was, he commentated the Saints game. He's on Fox Footy now, isn't he? He's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Not a fan of Sandy. <laughs> I think he's fine, but it, it sounds like a guy who doesn't follow football that much. Like Ooh. he... He feels like a guy who's like a sports he, commentator. He's, yeah, he's got he knows a few phrases. Wait, was he actually calling the game? Yeah, because I thought his role at Fox was just like the guy who's at like the the center. No, he's a caller. Like he's the host of the. Yeah, he's the been a caller for a, a long time. Yeah, mm. but yeah, he. I remember like he he used to commentate the tennis. I reckon, and he, yeah, I, all I can remember is him saying over and over. Ooh, if they miss this serve, the door will be left slightly ajar. There's <laughs> always like it's just a he was he's got he like a, a list. For he's got sport. a roller. Yeah, just a few lines that he says. He just doesn't really. Oh, maybe I'm being harsh, but he. I don't know. I I definitely am more critical um, when it's a Saints game as well. Mm. I was driving home from Albury. That was I watched the second quarter from um, like a McDonald's car park on my phone. <laughs> I'm listening to the radio, and that is torture. Because they're like, that's on the outer side, and uh, we can't really see. Oh, the ball's gone out in the floor. And you're like, yeah, yeah, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. What else is happening? There's so many times it's like... What's going on down there? Yeah, they, they forget that you can't see sometimes. Yeah, it depends on who's calling it as well. Triple M. They'll uh, yeah. yell out a name, and you're like, was it a goal or a mark or... Yeah. No, they've dropped it, is and this... it's... Oh, wait, now it's down the other end. Yeah. And Hogan's oh. kicked a goal. Yeah. Is this an issue with guys who... Flip between TV and, and radio. Put it this way: Jared Wheatley never makes that. He's, you, his radio commentary, you always Geelong know exactly supporter. what's going on. <laughs> yeah. He's a great commentator. Though. I had to listen to the. 20- he is a pretty good commentator. <laughs> <laughs> He's good at the cricket. I will say that too. And I just need to elaborate on something because you've gone after commentators. I love cricket commentary. <laughs> I do too. I, I think- love like they just throw it random games. Whatever, it's sick. I love it. Don't take that away from hey, me. Hey, remember, hey, Heels, remember when you were in South Africa that time and you, you had a cheese sandwich? Yeah, I do. I, yeah. I hit a six oh, that day. Oh, no. Oh, cricket, sorry, TV cricket commentary. I don't like that. No, I, yeah. love, I, it. I love it. I, no, ABC cricket yes. radio so commentary is great. I love listening, especially the international games overnight. It's oh. so relaxing. Yes. Lying in bed. <laughs> yeah. I rate that as well, but no, I love TV. No, nah, fuck the TV one. It's, it's like, so do you remember good. that tour when Warney didn't want to eat Indian food and he took a whole case of baked beans? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, that was great. That story hey, gets Warnie, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> they could be playing Pakistan and they bring up that story. They could be playing England in the ashes and they're like, yeah, let's talk about that. Yep. Fucking hell. Anyway, what was the next game? Uh, Carlton lost to Port Adelaide. What was the next game? I thought, um, I thought well, you, you don't want to talk about Simpsons 300, fifth player for the Blues to play 300 games. I didn't realise that. What an amazing set. They've been around for like 150 years and only five players have made it to 300. It's right. massive. Bristol? Yes. Uh, Silvani? Uh, yes, I think I think so. Uh, There's another from the... Kernahan? 
No. Yeah, I think he did, didn't he? No, no but it was cl- very close. Oh. Another South Australian from that team. In that era? Yes, from that 95 era, Premiership era. Bradley. Bradley, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heaps. Bradley he Dool. I think Silvani in one other all, classic all half era. Back, all like yeah. back pocket. I think 300 games used to – it feels like it happens more these days, maybe. Well, I mean, we've had – Geelong had Enright Bartell – and I think, I think only a couple of others. Like we haven't had a lot of three hundred gamers until Scarlet played. No, I don't think Scarlet got to three hundred. So blokes like Chappie? No, he wouldn't. No, have, would he? no, he didn't. Uh, Ablett, Ablett has, but not only with Geelong. There is. A I reckon Selwood will. I just really need to interrupt this because I just oh, saw sorry. something incredible. There is a Carlton Blues like website that's called the Bluesium. <laughs> and that's real good. It's a great start. Yeah, um, and can me- only get worse from here. <laughs> Craig Bradley, you said him, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bradley, uh, Duel, Silvani, and is it like Simpson? A Simpson, and yeah, I think it's another from like the Duelish kind of 60s or 70s or eight. Like, what did you Google? Day. Players that have played 300 plus games for Carlton. For the, for the Saints, it's I think it was Barry Breen up until. Stewie Lowe, Nathan Burke. John Nichols. Rob uh, Harvey. Rob Harvey, yep. yeah. John, John Nichols, Nichols is the other yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Big Nick. It was my mum's favourite player when she was a kid, I think. Oh, it's huge. Man, it's, big, it's a big honour. No yeah. doubt about it. <laughs> so you've had, now you've had, you'd have had a couple. Did uh, Lenny Hayes get the three out? Revolt. Oh, Lenny. <gasps> I don't think he quite did, did he? I'm not sure, but we've had, we had heaps. Yeah. Because you've got guys that just stay St. Kilda forever. Yes. <laughs> I'm also on the Blueseum. <laughs> it's got oh. Cade Simpson, last game, and it says ongoing and never ending. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he had a, he had a cracking game apparently. Yeah. I think he was best, probably best nearly on. best on. Yeah. Um, I watched a lot of that one. The Blues, whew, at three quarter time. How fucking good's Charlie Kerno? Oh, he's just he's going to be a freak. He, he already is. is a freak. So imagine what he's going to be when they. The problem is he needs he needs a second forward to help him out. Yes, because he can't be the guy who stays in the goal square. Oh, they've got one. Um, Casbolt. How many touches did he have? Oh, I don't know. Did he play? Yeah, may as well not have <laughs> a half. Oh. He had four touches. Wow. Kick three behinds. See, Tom, <laughs> that's not a bad. Three scores out of four touches. 25% efficiency. <laughs> I was going to say like a Kerno is what um, you guys need to replace Hawkins, but you've got Radigalia. Yeah. We'll be fine. God, you miss him. We do. Isn't it fucked we're missing? Like, How many games did he play? Like eight? Uh, he played the first eight games of the year. He's just, uh, we don't need to get, we've talked about him a lot, yeah. but when the ball goes near him, Jesus. What's the next game? Uh, Adelaide Crows defeated West Coast at Adelaide Oval. Watched it. The first three quarters were among the shittest three quarters of football. <laughs> really? Of the season. To the point, you know when you're watching a game sometimes and maybe you want to do something else, you want to watch a movie and you're just waiting for the game to kind of like die out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's nearly like it's shit. I'm going to turn it off. I'm going to turn it off. And then the big Texan fucking erupted in the last quarter and I had to watch another 30 minutes of football. I think I sent you guys the stat. Inside 50s in the last quarter were Adelaide's way 25 to 4. Jesus. It was an avalanche. It was, they, they smashed and it. West Coast, West Coast were controlling it very comfortably yeah. until then. Adelaide kicked six goals, six in the last quarter. So they could have won by 10 goals. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. Tex kicked three goals, four. Who knew? Firing the weird psychic mind camp people that <laughs> fucking tortured them in, on the Gold Coast was going to have a positive result. Next, so, 
What well, what do you think of the Eagles? Is that are they in trouble or or they have to get Darling or Kennedy back like as one of them as soon as possible? I think well the the Saints game Darling went down in and that we flew home. Yeah. It was one of those games. If it went for another five minutes, we probably yeah. had them. I was watching the last quarter. Two uh, minutes. Two yeah. We, you actually like seven. Yeah, we saw that. To, to yeah, none. Yes, that was um, Jesus. Sean and I were actually at a pub watching the Essendon Richmond game, and by the end of that. I turned around and, yeah, saw an actual good game of football for a bit. It was nice. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I just wonder I, I wonder about them. I have heard, uh, I think it was an Eagles supporter probably, but they were saying that they're, they're lo- what do they call it, that mid-season loading, weight loading? Yeah. Yep. So that their he- legs are heavy, but they're setting themselves up to run out the finals. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's an interesting theory. If the Tigers are doing that, obviously it doesn't affect them as much, you know. So I, yeah. it's hard well, to know. It's also hard to get tired legs when you don't have to leave the MCG. Yeah, Whoa. that's true. When I mean, you're running true. on a very flat track. Yes. Oh, this is this is so fun talking to footy people. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> you really just don't get to do this a lot, do you? I'm I I've never I have I've had hardly anyone who agree with me on this, but I reckon. I reckon the grand final shouldn't be played at the MCG necessarily. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like if it's an, a true national competition, I feel like last year the top-ranked team had to travel to their opposition team's home suburb at their home ground. How is that a fair competition? Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. I, I mean, think- they're sli- the whole the Tigers sleep in their own beds. The Crows have to fly over. It just doesn't make any sense. It should be either like Super Bowl style where it'll um, be sent around the country. And people, the main argument people normally give me is there's not enough big stadiums. But who gives a fuck? I mean, it's a game for TV. Most people are watching on the TV. Yeah. Surely the integrity of the result is more important than how many people can get in on the day. And considering that most of those, like, really, you've probably got 50,000 actual fans there. Yeah. The other 50 corporate. are corporate sponsors. So I guess it means that no fans can go if it's, like, hit up to stay. Well, yeah, that's, I guess that's... Does that mean, are you saying, are you saying that, um, like, would you support, so we, do you support the team that finishes higher on the ladder then? At least the team who finishes higher on the ladder or it, it rotates and it's predetermined. Are you including every stadium here? Because I'm getting to the point that I've wanted to make. Are you saying that we should host Geelong should host a grand final? I I that gen- would be I genuinely insane. think I genuinely think if if you do it that way and the top ranked team I, I think it's bullshit that Geelong don't get to play all their finals. Yeah. Yes. In Geelong. You can come back, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I really I I think it what it doesn't make any sense because of the crowd numbers. Yeah. I know money is important. It is a business, but surely the business is about a competition that you want to make as fair as possible. And I like, I often like my biggest knowledge base comes from like, I guess, bands and touring and stuff like that. When a big band plays in a small venue and the crowd just goes absolutely it's fucking apeshit, yeah. people talk about that for years. Imagine like a Geelong final where that happens, where we had one and we lost it. The crowd are just wild. Yeah. The, the crowd were going off because the thing about the final that was really cooked is that because it was a final, it wasn't the normal seating. So, like, in a, in a stadium like Geelong, you have a reserved seat if you're a member. You sit in a certain bay with like, the same sort of people. Yeah. Grand final, just wherever you want. As in you're, you're sitting in this seat, right? You're at the other end of the stadium with, like, six yeah. other people you don't know. Uh-huh. It's kind of good. Let it be Mix right. things up. We lost, so I hated it. But otherwise, otherwise. as a Brisbane supporter, I'm behind this because I'd love to have a grand final at the Gabba. Oh, well, Question I mean, more than anyone, you, you had to play 
a home prelim at the MCG. Yeah, it was bullshit. Oh, my God. We won it, but fuck. Yeah. <laughs> at what cost? Yeah. The next week, we got trounced. It was bullshit. Jonathan <laughs> Brown's knee was never the same. It was oh, fucking Geelong. Mate. Sorry, Tom. I've gone hard. Yeah, that was when, that was when Cam Mooney killed Sean Hart. <laughs> I ended his career. Really? Think, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he never came back and played again. Wasn't, wasn't he malicious. was a good player, Sean Hart. They were both running back for the fight of the ball, and Mooney just bigger than Hart and hit him. Yeah. Oh, I love Sean Hart. <laughs> Question, though, on this theory, if GWS qualify... No, they don't get to have a home <laughs> They only have like 11,000 seat capacity. Would it then be at like the Olympic Stadium or whatever in Sydney or, or at the SCG? SCG? Well, yeah, or- I guess it depends on, on where you're you drawing a line and if you are, then how you do it. But I, I don't know. It just feels to me to be unfair in the home finals. Yeah, so which is nice. But it... Um, that doesn't that show how ridiculous this current system is? It feels like a raffle, and that, that's yeah. it shouldn't be about how big the crowd they think it will be. I just don't understand how you can say this is a competition. Yeah, the problem is there was that new AFL deal that's now said the, the grand yeah. final be the MCG since twenty fifty six. So we've Jeez. got another. I, I don't like that deal. That's I'm trying to do math in my head. At least forty years of grand slightly final. less thirty eight. So GWS, there we go. Now GWS hosted a, a prelim final yep. against the Dogs. Yep. If that hadn't been the Dogs, say that had been Richmond, would that have been moved to a bigger stadium? Yeah, it probably what would if, have been. At, yeah. What if it had been? You know, what if it was Sydney? Would well, then it would have. It yeah. This is also oh, interesting because we've had two shit. grand final results that I think would be totally different if that had been played. Because both Western Bulldogs and Richmond would have struggled if that was at the SCG. And oh, I reckon the Bulldogs. No, nah, the way they played in that final series, they won away. Twice, yeah, they were going to beat anyone anywhere in that final. And series. the Swan, yeah, it's hard to know. The I reckon Swans last play well year, in definitely. Melbourne too. Yes, that's Swans right. love the G. They do because probably because they've played so many grand finals here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think you'd have to say the Crows would have yeah. won in Adelaide last. I year. can't decide if I would have liked to live in a world where Richmond supporters are super proud of themselves or Adelaide supporters be super proud of themselves. It's awful, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's easier like, to what, ignore. What future do we want? A future where there's two Hitlers or a future where there's <laughs> two Hitlers? <laughs> It's easier to ignore Adelaide fans, though, I think. They're further away. Yeah. Richmond, this is the one thing I will say about Richmond winning that flag is it's just reminded, like, Richmond supporters are unbearable when they're going well. (laughs) They're insufferable. Yeah. And what was the next game? Uh, Gold Coast Suns lost to the Collingwood Magpies by 39 points. Matt Damon was at this game. (laughs) Was he really? Yeah, in a Gold Coast jumper because they're like, fuck, we didn't do anything. Is he filming? Probably. Probably yeah, filming the Gary Ablett story and he's playing, <laughs> he's playing Michael Riscatelli. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Isn't the Gold Coast movie, like the it is Hollywood on the Gold Coast for real now. It, well, they, they filmed that the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Cause and it was Thor, all the, I think, as well, might yep, have been there. Thor, the latest one. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Scooby-Doo 2. Yep. Scooby-Doo 2. And 1. Four, oh, huge. I know, you start with 2. Both though, the Scoobies. The, yeah. <laughs> um, Collingwood should have... Boosted their percentage and they didn't. Well, I mean, well they had, they're right. in the box seat to do so. Yeah, and yeah, the Suns feel like they are they are the most shot of all the shot teams. Well, they travel yeah. for ten weeks, yeah, eleven, eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah, excuses. That's brutal. Excuses. They started <laughs> relatively promisingly. Sorry, I yelled that. <laughs> I felt very passionate, and I needed you to know. <laughs> You're out of control, Matt. You're out of control. Rowdiest guest. Yeah, sorry about that. I'll pull hey, my bloody head in. All Australian Ruckman at this point. Because Grundy oh. and Gorn are like. It's Grundy, it's a coin flip. You think Grundy? It's a coin flip. Oh. Yeah, Gorn was great. Gorn was best on, I think, in that Melbourne 
game. Grundy was best on too. Yeah, right. So th- this game was shit, and I'm pretty sure the next game was shit as well. Uh, GWS beat Hawthorne by 11 cool. points. So let's skip that game as well. So just go to Sunday? Hey, <laughs> Sunday? What happened to- oh, it's on Sunday? There was three huge games, and three boys in this room enjoyed three big roasts. <laughs> First they? game. First game. Uh, Melbourne Demons lost to the St. Kilda Saints by two points. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could not believe how close that ended up being. <laughs> when you guys got 19 points up, I was like, cool, they're home. Yeah, it really did. It felt like there were Steven two sealers. <laughs> it felt, I'm like, we need we need to kick one against the flow here. We did. I'm like, thank God. And it was, I think it was less than three minutes on the clock, and they kicked three goals in that. In, in about two minutes. Hogan kicked two sent, and Lewis kicked uh, We one. sent, I think, everyone behind the ball. There Nearly. ten play. I remember watching the commentary for it. Because the reason I was watching the, I was watching this game very selfishly because I was like, if you guys beat Melbourne, they might fall out of the eight and we will stay there. Yeah. And no one wanted out, to be but... in the eight this week. So many teams <laughs> had just, the chance. Just fluffed it. Um, no, I, I thought you were home and then... They were like, oh, they put nine behind the ball now after that goal. Oh, how many have they put? There are currently 10 St. Kilda players. <laughs> it was re- really, it's, um, I, I think it rarely works. I think it, we were, we were beating them. We, uh, well, they uh, kicked like the first like five goals or something. And you just guys pinned it back. Like you didn't. This is probably one very promising thing from this game. There were so many times we could have just like given up. Yeah, they, were, they kicked. Three go- We weren't in the game for the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. I think they kicked the first four. I think that was three, and then we kicked... Then you kicked four, and then they yeah. kicked... Yeah. So Because they got back in front just But, after. yeah, they, they did. They kicked... They got on a couple of runs. Yeah. And that was nice. We, we kept this running game going. Yeah. St. Kilda, when they're up and about running, uh, fucking good to watch. Yeah, they look fun, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's nice. It's a nice... And they're... I think the big difference this week was how they were way more organised going with the forward entries. Yep. Against the Suns, even, it was just bombing it. We do, we get into these patterns of kicking on bombing it head. into, yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, that is not working. But they, they'd figured it out and they were creating space. And it looked good. Uh, uh, Memories got his uh, kicking in order. He, took, took him that West Coast game to get it back on. Yeah, which was. So good to see. But he, yeah, he hardly, like, he never has missed, really, until the first half of this year. It got in his head, like, the whole team lost the plot, and it was bad when it was happening to him as well. Just on your forward line. Gresham kicked four as well. He's handy. Yeah, He's uh, he's pretty good. Well, I would probably back that statement. Did you see that he came off the back of the square and the ball just sat up for him uh, at a centre bounce? He grabbed it, spread, like ran, uh, ran through the square, didn't get touched, put it out in front of memory, mark and goal. It Whoa. was so sweet. Oh. How, how often have St Kilda pulled that off? Uh, that was that was the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Formed in eighteen seventy three. How's Paddy McCartan going? He, I like, I, I'm a, I'm a fan, and yep. he is. He's played more games this year than his first couple of seasons. He's looking. More comfortable all the time. He had a strong start, but he he um it would have been nice if he slotted a couple more. He kicked two three. Yeah, five scoring shots for a big forward. I think is pretty good. If it was three two or four one, it'd be like oh that was 
that was his best game he's played. He yeah. hasn't had like a breakout game. No, yeah, he, he hasn't. But he's he's sort of starting to threaten a little bit. But yeah. I mean, two other players kicked four goals, so yeah, he did. He crashed a few packs that led to goals, which is what he does very well. Mm. And they're, they're the things that don't get stats. But um, when he came on, it actually he was off the ground in that first ten minutes when we were battling. Yeah. Battle actually is another guy who I'm excited <laughs> Has an about. Amazing name. <laughs> what a name. That's one of the great names. But he. He's looking really good as well. The name's Battle. I don't know. Josh Battle. <laughs> Bruce uh, kicked kicked a few in his second game in the twos. Has he been injured? He had a long stretch injured and he's been back for two weeks. But it's at the moment, it looks like it'll be hard for him to get in. We couldn't. Like, we're already quite tall forward. So who do you drop from? I don't think Battle um, could be dropped. And I don't think they're going to drop Paddy. Um, and well, Paddy, you shouldn't drop. And yeah. I, we've said this on the show before. Yeah. It's it's the Radigalia thing. It's the it's the McCartan thing. It's Hipwood, that Hipwood. You don't drop them. Yeah, because they're not going to get any better. Yeah. playing in the twos. They need to be playing in the AFL system every week. Look at Ben Brown. They stay since he's come in. He doesn't get dropped. So he's built this consistency. game style consistency. Yeah. playing and confident, it. like just confident. Yeah, because so it's a huge. It is quite a big gap. Like yeah. from the. I'm doing lots of hand gestures. Yeah, it's good. Medium, it's good. It's yeah, good. we can tell in your voice because they whoop, whoop. I'm like a oh. slide whistle. Yeah, that's great. Um, <laughs> is actually pretty similar to Hip- Hipwood, where the, he's very close to having a breakout game, but hasn't quite had it yet. Yep. He, yeah, yeah. He look. I feel like it's it's I coming. Feel like in the back half this year, they'll be. He's going to kick six one day. Imagine next week against Port Adelaide. Oh. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Last year <laughs> was the heart, one of those real heartbreaking. Oh, it was the Robbie Gray yeah. final. Patty Probably one of the plays oh, the... of the season. Yeah. That yeah. tap to Gray. The tap someone of get God. Near him. Someone be near him. Oh. <laughs> Please, someone you know be near That's him. That's not going to happen. Gray's not going to have an inch. No. They're just going to glue like Jack Steele to his body or Mavwell yes. or something. Jack Steele's been, um, he's he's having a really good time in the tagging role. Next week, you're going to struggle against Port Adelaide, but you've got Carlton the week after that. Yeah, and we that's the that's the game I've been hanging out for. <laughs> because uh, the the before this week the two wins had come against uh two fellow uh, we we beat the teams around us. Yeah. yeah. Um which is something. Um and we we tend to lose against the decent teams. I think we've only been entirely flogged by the Swans. We've been um beaten comfortably a lot, <laughs> but we haven't been there's only been one that's been like oh this is yeah, an absolute trouncing. Yeah, people are talking about Coach Killer. Nine goals <laughs> in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Far out. Yeah, Pride game. Yeah. Pride. Oh, although I will say, I, I remember I watched this game. You had a very, very strong second half. Uh, second, sorry, first half of the second quarter, and then it was pretty even after that. It was just that yeah. first quarter that. It really, game. yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. Because um, people were talking about that game like it was like an absolute flogging. It was for like half an hour, but after that. We yeah we were we got right back into the game. Still didn't take you all didn't, our chances. You didn't quite make. You had a lot of the ball in the second half, uh, second quarter, but you didn't quite make any impact on the scoreboard. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. that often happens though with younger teams. Like they break even for three quarters and they come out of it and go. We actually matched them pretty well. Yeah. It's just we got fucked in one quarter. Yeah, yeah, Brisbane have that a lot as well. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> and you really struggling with first quarters for a bit, and then you come out for the next three, do real well. Speaking of uh, teams we follow, doing well, doing well, in form potentially, maybe looking to book a place in the finals. Oh, everyone falling over in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to Bradbury your way into twenty eighteen? Fuck, 
Imagine we're the new Western Bulldogs. You're one game out of the eight. Yeah. And percentage. <laughs> and a, percentage. And a, a big amount of percentage. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, next week when we <laughs> flog Collingwood by 15 goals, our percentage will be fine. I mean, that's a that's a really winnable game considering they've now lost Done for the season and Trelaw. Yes. And Jeez, they're yet they're... to beat anyone. And Essendon have this thing where you play teams in the top eight and you win. Yeah, except sometimes. You think Collingwood might wobble? I reckon Collingwood are going to get the wobbles up. They're getting them up early in August, July, so they don't have to worry about having him in September because they'll be coming 11th. Um, well, Collingwood would probably be a little worried about this game. Oh, they'd be very fucking worried. Nothing would pl- like nothing would please me more. Oh, if we win by like two goals. Oh, what if you, what if you won by a cheeky three points on the siren, Jakey Stringer waving? <laughs> <laughs> your your next three are. Yeah, not a bad run. After the Pies, we've got Suns and Dockers. Things get at home far worse for us after that. But we even have to play Swans Richmond and Eddie had. Swans and Hawthorne, yeah. Yeah, and... Line in the I, sand against think, the Hawks. Is there another Richmond game? I think we play Richmond again Yeah, Richmond well. and Port Adelaide in Adelaide to yeah. end the season. Imagine if you need one more win oh. and you got to go to... Oh, fuck. We've done that before. Go to the Portress. We've oh. done that before. I'll get Matty Lloyd on the phone. <laughs> we, need, we need a sledgehammer. You need a velvet sledgehammer and Scotty Lucas's uh, left foot. Yeah. Because um, you can't have his right. No. <laughs> but yeah, Great. Essendon played Pro- game of the round. super well against North. It was high scoring. Um, the biggest score in the first quarter all season. The highest score in the first half since like 2009 or something. Footy's not dead. This no. round proved that footy's not dead with so many great games yeah. and good individual performances. We've actually got players. an email about that, which we'll get on later. I think they, they must have sent it before this round because like this round had so many good games, a lot of high scoring. And something that was really good about this game is it wasn't just like set shots where there was just like no defense. It was every goal was like under pressure. There was heaps of snaps. The um excited the oh. Tipping Woody to Zach Merritt goal. Oh don't, even, don't get me started. But even like Will you go to space again. Yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> sorry, there's not much air up here. <laughs> I don't know why teams voluntarily go into a shootout against Essendon. The, the thing I got from the, the commentary was they kept talking, it's like, why do North keep getting the ball to the outside? Mm. North don't have an outside game when you're playing a team like Essendon. Like, the amount of times that North got the ball outside, fumbled it, and, like, McKenna or Saad or Heppel just picked it up and just raced back the other direction. Yeah. That, that play of Saad's where he took five bounces and burnt, like, four North Melbourne players and just looked at... And Jack Zebel's, like, going at him, and he just looked at him like... You fucking serious? <laughs> you want to check this shit? That's some Wiley Coyote action. Right <laughs> it was such a good game. Fuck. Ben like, Jacobs missing was huge, to be honest. Yeah, like he probably would have gone to Heppel, but we don't have Zaharakis. Oh, or Joe Danaher, or Joe Danaher. But I feel like Zaharakis is probably like a because yeah. people have forgotten about that. He did his shoulder. Oh fuck yeah! How yeah. long ago was that? That was against Richmond, Richmond. and no Josh Green. Yeah. Who was going to oh. check? No wonder why there was no like set shot cheap goals. Hang on, there was. <laughs> so Jake Stringer possibly had one of my favourite football moments for the weekend <laughs> when he got the fifty metre penalty. Was brought to the square with a, less than a minute, with about a minute to go. There were three goals up. It was about a no because you need to like we need to not exaggerate this because if there's less than a minute to go, what he did is really weird. But there was just under two minutes. Yeah, so just under two minutes, you were three goals up. He kicks this goal, you're four goals up. In footy, you have 30 seconds to take a shot on goal. 
the AFL decided for the fans, even though not one fan in history went, you know what we need? We were Shot t- clock. We were, yeah. t- we were two goals up, not three. Okay, two goals up. Mm-hmm. Two minutes to go. Two minutes to go. Jake Stream gets a 50-minute penalty, goes to the goal square, looks up at the screen, sees the 30 seconds, just puts the ball under his arm and waits. Did you see this, Matt? I didn't see that. Just oh. waits for the timer to count down, and the umpire's like, come on. And the North Melbourne player's like yelling at the umpire. So Stringer just waves bye-bye <laughs> at him and then kicks it through into the fourth level. <laughs> it was... I reckon he wasted about 25 seconds. I reckon yeah, he wasted about he, six or seven seconds on the clock. Yeah, it was... That's, yeah, that's interesting. That's the kind of thing that makes a rule get changed again. Yeah. yeah. Like, if he just pl- played it out, put the ball down, pulled up his socks... Yeah, you know he could have made it. He could have made it so he wasn't but being fucking, an asshole about it. I fucking it. love that he you just was like, "I'm going to be a dickhead." Yeah. <laughs> well, going to be a dickhead. Yeah, I am a dickhead. Yeah. I'm just going to continue who I am. It's very in character. Yeah, I, I think like the thing that's great about it too is that like it's against North Melbourne who had that game against St Kilda where Mason Wood did exactly the same thing with 30 <sighs> seconds to go. Just yeah, kept looking at the clock, knowing there was like less than a minute if he yeah. kicks this. And I, I, I don't condone it. But you brought that in. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, we're not going to show the shot clock for the last five minutes of any quarter. And then Charlie Dixon got caught out where he got called to play yeah. on a Geelong one. And they went, all right, we're going to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Did they do that? Yeah, yeah. that was no good. That was, felt awful, that it was one. fucking hilarious is what it was. Because <laughs> you could tell. There was a, there was a bit where he's standing there and Selwood and Duncan just start talking to one another and just spread out like on either side of him. So they're not in the protected zone, but they're close enough. And they both are just looking at the umpire like this. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was so nice. Anyway, Jack Stringer. He kicked for three. Prime Minister. Fantasia kicked four. McKernan kicked four. Brendan Goddard lead like four tackles. It's Everything I want. Yes. Love Goddard. Yeah. he's People, yeah, I think I'd, I'd be interested to know what other Saints fans think, but I, I still like him. He'd be the only reason I'd be happy about an Essendon Premiership. Yeah, well, he um because the rest of them are cheats. Is that what you're getting at there? Look, I don't, like, I don't want to use those kind of words. Oh, look, I've heard it all before, Matthew. <laughs> no, well, now I'd also be happy for Dusha, I guess. Oh. Well, I mean, <laughs> thanks, I guess. How, how old were you when they? I mean, you were old enough when they won their last one. Yeah, I was nine. Yeah, you're old enough. Yeah, yeah. I remember it. Like I I'd remember like watching another it. one. I haven't had enough. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Sure. Geelong. Sean hasn't had enough in his Arrogance. lifetime. It's true. I've only oh. had three. I mean, you were. Do you, I would have been. You remember those? Yeah, 12, 13, 14. And I mean, you know. Were you a Fitzroy fan? or No. no always Brisbane? No. Uh, no. Back for Essendon. Did. Back for Essendon when I was in. Until the cheating thing? When no. they cheated? <laughs> no, I started going for Brisbane. We've covered this in the show, but I went for Brisbane in 97 when they merged. Right. Mainly because dad was like, we're not going to two sets of games, so you follow your brother. And I was right. like, all right, fine. Fair enough. Fuck. <laughs> Have you always heard <laughs> No, I, I, since I was five, uh, yes. I was Carlton when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. What what caused the Saints switch? Um, well, so my it's sort of like a split family. Mum's yeah. sides Carlton, dad's sides Saints, and I'll, we were we grew up in the country. First five years, moved to Melbourne, moved to Moorabbin oh, well. when I was five, <laughs> and my my uncle, my dad's brother. Pulled me aside. It was some sort of family. We just moved in, and he brought me yeah. to the front room and sat me down. And he goes, "All right, Matt, you're a Saint supporter now that you live in Moorabbin." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, John." <laughs> I was just like, "I just thought I just remember like, oh, okay, yes, <laughs> yeah. I, I, fair enough." He didn't. Uh, let, he didn't tell me that it was. He was taking me from the most <laughs> successful club of all time to the least, but <laughs> didn't mention that. 
But uh, yeah, so e- equal most successful club of all time, just uh, quietly. Sure. Apart from 95, it's probably been... A, Slim pickings. Yeah, either way, it wasn't... I mean, there was a... It was a fun era. Um, the late know, 90s. Like, the Grant Thomas yeah. days were pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah, potentially... Even the Ross Lyon era and that ended... Uh, that, I mean, that was a great time. I'll, people say... I've heard... I don't know what you guys think about this, but I've, I've heard people say they'd prefer to not make a grand final than lose a grand final. Uh, I'd always take... Making yeah. a grand final because then you get yeah. to celebrate the win in the prelim right up to that point. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it sucks. There's nothing worse in footy than losing a grand it's final, true. but there there's We've not a lot better there. than mm. winning a prelim. That whole week is sick. Yeah, I know some of the best feelings I've ever had walking to the G on grand final day as a yeah. as a participant. Yeah, just amazing. And most of the games that you probably were going to, you were right in them. Yeah, that's so cool. you get yeah. to like ride that high for. How'd you feel after the draw? Were you at that game? Uh, no, I couldn't, oh, couldn't okay. get a ticket there. I went to the ground and then went uh, to a friend's house to watch the game. But um, Was that, it like a, a numb feeling or were you just really excited about next week? It was numb but because we'd come from so far back. It was yeah. like, but then that was like we were talking about before about going defensive is a bad play. Yeah. That was one day where it should have been. We, we were all over them. Yeah. We hit the front, and then you see the players are sending everyone back. Goddard, as soon as he, that was, what a moment. Yeah. That would be known as one of the greatest grand final moments of all time if we won that game. Yeah. Would have been huge. Oh. Yes. But if we just had to, one more goal, just finish him. We could have. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just feels, feels like if we go put your foot on their throat now, play for the win, you've dominated them. Yeah. You've, they're finished. Yeah. But we we went back. Uh, I think it was Cloak. Maybe got a goal to put yeah, them a point yeah. up, and then we got that point. Behind but I really yeah. like that point. Let's just finish them. Yeah. I don't know why coaches do this because, from my point of view, if a team is like kind of nervous, especially in like a grand final, if like when the Saints were just like coming at Collingwood, surely just keep playing that attack because they're more likely to fuck up with like a. The it means they've got to try to match your risk. Yeah. yeah. And Where they're going to take a risk and you're going flat. Speaking of plan Bs, Chris Scott has always said that if his <laughs> team's being beaten by 40, like 30 points, he will still try to win. Because he'd rather try to win and lose by 50 than go defensive and still lose by 20. Yeah. 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 And I like that philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just got to keep hitting plan A and it'll work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially if that's all you got. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of only having one plan, Fremantle only have one plan and that's to be bad at footy. <laughs> Um, or Nat Fife, and since he went down injured... And Sanderlands. Sean. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yes! Oh. oh, I loved it. Dusha, you'll be happy to know, maybe yep. happy. I had the Brisbane game on my computer, yep. and I had the Bombers game going on the TV. As oh, well. good. It's getting a bit of both going, because I love footy. Yes! And that was a good game. Your oh, one. incredible. Um, my one wasn't so good, unless you're a Brisbane fan. Fife went down in the second quarter, but um, Tom... I think you were watching a little yeah. bit of it. He was getting Brisbane smashed early. That was, that Jared was, Berry, yeah. second year player. Jesus, he's going to be good. Berry's going to be good. McCluggage is. Um, who did we talk about that's before? A great name. Who? Scott Pendlebury being a slow mo player. Slow mo player. That's it. Gets the ball. Everything will... else just slows yeah. down. He's like, oh, I'm going to kick it over here. Robert Harvey used to have a bit of that. Yeah. Oh, yep. Rob Harvey. Fucking just make player. a good decision. Just any time you needed to. Yeah. I, don't, I wonder if there's a single Lions player I would know right now. You're like my dad. 
who barracks for them. And he's like, how's Brownie going? I'm like, that was about seven years ago, Dad. <laughs> oh, I mean, you got the Beams brothers. You got the Beams brothers. Only one of them gets game time. Right. Um, the other one, we delisted Clay Beams, actually, but put him on the rookie list because his brother was the captain. So. Um, right. Here's, here's, a, here's a challenge for you, Matt. Yeah. Without looking it up, could you name who won the Lions best and fairest last year? Can I name that? Uh, <laughs> that's Sean Hart. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> uh, Who did win it? Was it Beams? <laughs> no, it wasn't Beams. Zorko? Yes. Oh, oh yeah. There you go. Five. Yeah. Got the, it in one. <laughs> the year before, the best of Ferris went to a tie between Dane Beams, Alan Christensen, Mitch Robinson, and. There was four players. Steph Martin, I think. And all four players them- won, and Brisbane won four games for the year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. But no, um, seasons of change. Old Martin, Stephen Martin is a, is a bit he of a gun, good. right? 150th game yesterday. He would, have, he would have loved it when they came out and said, oh, by the way, Sandilands did his calf in the warm-up. He'd have been like, fuck yes, because he was probably best on ground, him or Beams. Beams had a good game. I was a little bit critical of him last week. Um, said he's, to quote, his heart isn't in it anymore. Well, his heart. He did just... with that supporter who often complains about the heart. Yeah, he where's the heart? the heart? Where's the heart? He found a bit of the heart. and He, he had was... a bit of Sean Hart. <laughs> best and fairest winner. Uh, Beamsy was really good. Hipwood had one of those games we've talked about where it's like, fuck, he's so close to just ripping a game apart. He kicked two goals, four. I don't know. Matt, have you seen Eric Hipwood play? He's uh, like a young buddy, Franklin. Yeah. I, he's I've, exciting. I've seen high, like him in highlights. Yeah. But, I mean, I haven't sat through a Brisbane game. No, that's fair enough. Have you? Have you do you guys do that? How <laughs> dedicated <laughs> to this podcast are you? We, I mean, we I, did, I didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> For sure. I think. Thanks. I think. Well, I, I I like the lines. I think they actually. I think they're going to jump up the ladder next year. Yeah. I reckon like you know half a dozen spots or something. I think they're going to. I agree rise with you pretty completely. quickly next year. I. It, it always happens though. You always have a team that's finished outside the eight jumps into the eight the following season. North this ne- year. North this year. Although next they've year. just jumped out again. Wow. Well, Collingwood yeah. this year then. Yeah, Collingwood. Yeah, Collingwood. The year before Richmond. It always happens. Someone always jumps into top four contention. I'm not saying Brisbane will be top four next year, but I think they have a good chance of um, having a crack at the finals. Don't you be smirking, Being mate. What are you smirking no, 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 at? I just what are you smirking at with your long arrogance? Said, my, it'll be the Bombers. He'll be pushing for top four next year. Oh, but the Bombers will make the finals this year, probably. Whoa, um, like, Tom, like the sound of that. We talked off air before about uh, Rising Star nomination. Yeah. You thought, we both thought it would probably be Richards and from the it, Bulldogs. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think he's already been nominated. No, no. Oh, has he already? Yeah. Um, Cam Rayner got it. Yeah, there we go. Cam Rayner, number one draft pick. He kicked two goals, had 20 touches. He was fucking awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love this team. Brisbane won by <laughs> nine goals and Zorko didn't have a huge impact. He had a few nice moments, but he was he got tagged Manfield. a fair bit. Yeah, Witherden's great. Hipwood, Louis Taylor. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't see. Robbo was back. Wasn't at his best, but was still knocking blokes around, and I love him. <laughs> Dan McStay see... kicked three goals. Finally kicked accurately. Fuck, what a day! I didn't see all the game, but I did see one passage of play that had probably the goal of the day, mm. which was Alex Witherden's oh. check side from fifty. Yeah, his weird kick <laughs> off a step. Just like, oh, I'm going to do a banana. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> and celebrated as soon as it left his foot because he's like, yeah, no, this is going through. Bloody hell. Love it. I'm going to look him. that up. <laughs> yeah, also, that, mate, that feels like you shouldn't be able to do that. Nah, he just fucking With the wind, it. I guess. I have no idea. He, he's was a, it like he didn't have kid. a left foot? So he was just like, oh, I'll do it. Yeah. He didn't. He was sort of hemmed in on the, like, because they've handballed it back. He's got the ball on 50 and just kind of going, ah, oh, fuck it. That is powerful. <laughs> that was good. You know who Witherden reminds me a bit of? Suckling. 
because he's yep. got he's gonna a few years from now he'll have one of the best kicks in the AFL, nah, but he see, still but sprays I, him every now and again. I disagree though. I don't think Matt Suckling has the best kick in the AFL. I he did though, remember that period of time. I reckon he's had a couple of games where he's had a nice kick and mm. commentators have done that thing. They're like, he's the best kick in the AFL. Oh, I've watched him kick some absolute it, dog shit. Saints just have uh, <laughs> that same thing with Graham. People would talk about him, the now disgraced Graham, I think. But anyway, <laughs> Uh, oh, was he one of those players? I th- no, oh, some other. Th- I think he didn't. He set someone on fire. No, oh. no. <laughs> they, did, they do make it hard. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they fucking hell. Well, they're and, out of that. They don't do that shit anymore. Though. No, no. Richo wouldn't stand for that. So I mean, that that is that feels like such a long an, time ago. A, what a different era of. It's just like surely. Anyway, I'll, I'll never say never because I'm sure there'll be <laughs> something coming up soon. But. Um, yeah, Graham used to be like, they'd be like, he's the biggest beautiful kick. He'd kick the an occasional beautiful long left foot goal on the run, but he'd shank just as many as he'd flush. Yep. And But the commentators and supporters would be like, Graham, beautiful, long, beautiful kick. People would still probably think about it, you know, with misty eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Ben Brown's probably one of the best kicks in the AFL. He is. Yeah, he genuinely good, yeah. is. I'm yeah. set shot, at least. He's, the thing and he is, can though, kick it far and he gets, accurate. He gets in trouble if he has to get the ball to move right to left because it doesn't. When he kick, the ball goes so straight, <laughs> yeah. he has to just – some of those things are like, all right, if I am at the right goalpost, it'll bend back and go through like Franklin does. Yeah. Ben Brown's like, I'll just kick it at the middle. It'll go through the middle. <laughs> oh, sorry, Frio Sean. had one decent player yesterday, Michael Walters. Uh, what a gun! He is a gun. He is awesome. He is the problem is, get out of Frio, Michael. They got <laughs> they got nothing happening in the forward line, and he had to go into the midfield to cover for five. And then it's just like he gets it, but there's nothing. Did they get a to hill back soon from suspension from being. They got a one hill. Bugger? There was one hill playing. Yeah, but they, maybe two. They, do they get maybe the get the other one back? back? Don't know. Not Jeez. sure. Frio Walters. Suck. I think someone emailed us about Frio suck. Walters does this thing where he'll get it, and he he would he would do he would put his head down and spin three sixty into contests to try and get hit in the head. It was <laughs> he he plays dangerously. He's exciting, but he's a he's a weird player. I'd love him. I would love him at my team. Yeah, absolutely. I would get out of Frio. I'm surprised Fife signed a five-year deal. But now, having learned that Fife doesn't know his teammates' he names. He also has a helicopter. Fife's, Fife's from WA. Yeah. He owns a helicopter. He dropped out of school. He owns a like, helicopter? Yeah, fuck yeah. He's a farmer. <laughs> so his farm has a helicopter on okay. for like cattle runs and shit. Yeah. But so, like- Oh, sorry. So it's okay. No, you were deep in something good <laughs> there. I, the only thing I was going to say is that Fife lives in WA. He dropped out of school in year nine. He's not going to come to Victoria because he'll die in Melbourne. Right. <laughs> Someone will just be like- Oh, would you like some of this? Oh, you're dead in an alleyway because you don't have any street smarts. Right, yeah, right. He, yeah, he's a he does feel like a big-hearted, country simple. Boy. Sorry, country boy. But do you know where a country boy would fit in pretty well? Geelong. Ooh. I mean, um... you can't. You know, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm making a stand here. You're not allowed to have him. I'm sorry. You can't afford if, him. If, if I we mean, fit him, if we fit him into the salary cap. The yeah. better your team is, the worse you go anyway. It's true. So. <laughs> true. We need a plotter just to, <laughs> have to pay him. I mean, you just buy him a new surfboard. Yeah. But then imagine you... him and Danger surfing together. Oh, fuck. And playing footy together. Oh, imagine, oh. imagine if you had oh. a good Ruckman. See, that's the problem. <laughs> I'd rather, I would take Aaron Sandlands before I take Fife right now. Yeah. Just quickly on Danger. Just again, imagine if you had a Ruckman that could deliver like silver plated Max Gorn service to guys like Selwood and Danger. Like, imagine if Danger just had to stand there, the ball just landed in his hands, he'd be like, fuck yeah, off I go. <sighs> that just reminded me when we spoke about it's Dangerfield. <laughs> Dangerfield at the beach. I remember just pre match, there was just like a weird interview a, a with him. Q&A thing, him yeah, fishing. He was fishing yeah. at the beach. 
And the last question was like, <laughs> Paddy Dangerfield, uh, out of everyone, who would you like to most likely have a beer with? And he said, David Attenborough, I reckon he could knock the froth off a few. <laughs> and then he cast his fishing line and the interview just cut. <laughs> so it was so good. Oh. He, I, I like his media stuff, Danger. Sorry, he's good. Pat. Sorry, um, no, he's all right. Um, the only other thing I wanted to add on the game was Brisbane had thirty shots from fifty inside fifties. Wow, it's pretty good. That's high. That is pretty good. It's more also, fifty percent. Yes, sixty percent, if you will. Whoa. Um, Dusha. Yes, I went to the place where we went for the roast that you had that time, where I yep. had garlic bread. Yep. No, I was keen. I was yep. keen. I haven't had a roast in a long time. Yep. We get in there. You sit down, girl comes up and says, here's the menus. Just letting you know, we're all out of the special roast. (laughs) (laughs) And I've just gone, fuck. Belinda's gone, do you want a bail? And I was like, no, I'll have a fucking Palmer. That's all right. That's so do, do next best choice. It was it was because all the Saints and Essendon supporters <laughs> yeah, that's right. rocked up for him. Like, we're on the roast. Yep. So it's a roast on hold. Well, I mean, a pa- chicken Palmer is basically a pub eh. roast. Yeah. So, it's you know. better than bread that I had. That's yeah. true. Unlucky, man. But, You've um, also got yeah. the blues this week. Yeah, Carlton we in for... A, well, I guess they were in for a real bad end of the season. Where, but they've where, got, where? When did we... At the Gabba. When did we win two in a row last? Are you, are you playing Carlton at the Gabba tour? Yes. Are they going to the, get murdered? They might. Oh. Although, no Harris Andrews and um, Big Charlie's coming up. Oh, that's all right. Robinson will just murder him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Blues are playing all the, the bottom uh, teams coming up. They've got... Lions, Saints, Hawks, and then Suns. So oh, you'd, you'd think they'll find one of those games will go there. We're probably they're probably the Suns, Suns. game. Yeah, love to have an easy but... draw like that. <laughs> Get yeah. Gil on the phone. Plenty oh. Gil. Speaking of easy draws, bullshit. Let's make some profit calls for next week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, uh, another Thursday night game and another huge Thursday night game. Dusha. City take on Geelong at the Fuck. SCG. I think this is the last Thursday nighter of the year too. Uh, no, it's not. Is it? Oh, we've got another one the next week against Adelaide. Oh, and then is that it? I think that's it. Maybe that- in the final round too, they might do one. Do we? Uh, well, no, the final round's still a floating. Yeah, sure, that, yeah. yeah. 
Depending on like results and Actually, stuff. Actually, are we Adelaide Friday night, uh, Thursday night? Yep. Yep. So uh, we have to travel into Stoke twice off a six day break. It's fine. Um, oh. you're, you're playing Thursday night and Thursday night. It's not really yeah, but I mean, but we've got a six day break this week. Also, you sent yeah. us a fixture. It's got your VFL, and they're playing on the Sunday. So if you've got blokes so like Menzel teams, play on a Sunday and then have yep. to back up on a Thursday, yep. not going to happen. So Chris Scott has already said that Henderson and Menzel won't play against Sydney. They'll play against Adelaide Oof. because it's only a four day turnaround from the VFL game. Yep. Uh, Scott Selwood only played the first half of the VFL game, and he is a lock against Sydney, which helps. Need him. Need him to just keep Kennedy fucking to two possessions rather than 306. <laughs> uh, this is the kind of game where I wouldn't be surprised if Geelong showed a bit more oomph after the Bulldogs game because for some reason, if Geelong raid an opponent, they play well. If they don't, they kind of... Like, there was that game against the Saints. It was a draw a couple of years ago where Geelong were like flying leading up to that game, went into that game and just... Fucked it. Yeah. That's uh, why Brisbane are always a sneaky chance. Against I mean, look, Geelong. put it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if we beat Sydney and we beat Adelaide and then we had Brisbane at home and we lost. Yeah, I wouldn't right. be surprised. Uh, so I'm going, the, I'm going, uh, I'm going uh, the Cats to beat the Swans. That's huge. By two goals. I'm going to go the Swans to beat the Cats by two goals. Sure, who, come you, on. who are you tipping, Matt? I think I'll... I reckon I'll have... So I reckon it'll be close. I think these games tend to be. You've yeah. got a really good history over like the last 10 or more years of having cracking games. Oh, I'd say Swans by like eight points. I reckon. Don't be a dog. I reckon we're <laughs> going to see a plan B and the Cats will win by two goals. I'm back in the boys. Thanks, Sean. I needed that. All right. Friday night, Richmond v Adelaide at the MCG. Richmond will win Richmond. by about 30 points. Yeah. Yeah, Richmond. I think that sounds Rich about- Tex will probably walk into this game thinking he's going to have another massive one. Richmond will lock him down in the first 10 minutes. They'll steer them no down and start and then Ad- remember they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Adelaide seems to be one team, you know, like a lot of teams have a lot of injuries, but Adelaide seem to have been forgiven by the media for for their they've had a, a lot of injuries this year and yeah. they seem to have been given a pass. Whereas like that. the Giants and Geelong it's like, "Oh, they're not very good this week." Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how it goes like that. But I think, um, yeah, I think the Tigers... Do you reckon the media's scared Tax will just come for him? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I'd be scared if he was going to come for me too. What are the chances of Adelaide players shitting their pants in the warm-up when they hear the Richmond Club song? (laughs) Fuck. What are the chances of them going for, like, American Ultra, like, they're activated, (laughs) they hear the song and they just snap and kill everyone? Someone emailed us about that. Yeah, a couple (laughs) of weeks ago. They were like, it's all right. Just just the music starts to play and, like, Tex Walker's head, it's the Kill Bill. (laughs) (laughs) It's like murders Damien Hardwick. Well, if this... (laughs) If like if Richmond, uh, if Adelaide come out and just thrash Richmond here, will they get the camp back on the phone? <laughs> no, because they're playing better without him. Yeah, or is the, will the camp ring them up and be like, "You owe us half a million dollars." Why? It's working, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Brisbane Lions take on the Carlton Blues at the Gabatois. Brisbane by six. Brisbane by four. It's a huge game. I could I could see the Blues. They've been inconsistent, obviously. Yeah, but they're <laughs> huge. Some, sometimes they've had some honourable losses. You know, some of their losses. But it'll be think, another one. I think you reckon it'll be honourable. I reckon Is ten you... goals honourable. No. <laughs> no oh well, certainly not. Yeah, I think you you should win comfortably. I think Brisbane will probably win by whatever the. Oh. I, I guess whatever their average winning margin of this season is. Uh, Fifty points. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll do. <laughs> Port Adelaide take on St. Kilda at Adelaide Oval. Now, Matt, you're a tipping man, and uh, <laughs> oh. we've looked at the uh, oh, yeah. we've looked at the uh, 
your previous tipping weeks. Yeah. So uh, us three never back against our side. I I always I'm, <laughs> I like I honestly I'll if it's if it's genuinely line ball I'll probably tip against us. Oh. I'm more like I know I don't I'm this is going to break your hearts but the teams don't know who you tip and it doesn't <laughs> do affect it. No, the result do. in any they way. They absolutely <laughs> do. Joel Seld rings me every week and goes, "Did you, did you back us?" If I if I was tipping in the paper, you know where you're listing, yeah, tips, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. tip the Saints every week. But yeah. I'm trying to win this thing. I I mean, I'm I'm a, a while off you as it is. Imagine if I tip the Saints every week. Well, That's right. I, I'm taking points off Dusha because we've just learned some awful information earlier about how bad he is. Um, and if people don't know what uh, we're talking about, just listen, listen to, to the, the episode, episode. That came out yesterday. I, well, I, I can only assume he's a bad tipper because of the score he's got this season. Like, there's no way if you know what you're doing, you've, you've tipped that many games right. I've just, to be honest... A lot of my tipping hasn't been that controversial. I've just picked a few games that people haven't, and I tip acid every week. Yeah, yeah. So, like, no one and tipped- usually tips against Sean and I. Right. Yeah, who are worse And often tippers. whatever he says on this podcast, he changes by Friday. Really? He's a dog. Oh. He doesn't believe in friendship or loyalty or honor or anything, really. Except my boys. Every week. Except when you're wearing- Swan's beanie. Uh, next game is <laughs> Western Bulldogs take on the Hawthorne Hawks. Where at? Eddie had. Uh, Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Oh, that's a huge game. I've just the seen season. them fucking murder a team. I it reckon. Mine, and they nearly beat North. They're up and about. This is this Bulldogs team are a different team. Was it fleeting spirit, though? No, nah, I don't think it is. I think this, this Bulldogs team have got nothing to lose, and they're just... Reputation. Except- Whereas the Hawks have a lot to lose. Yeah. Do. The dogs have won one in a row. <laughs> Let's look <laughs> so- at this team. <laughs> Bulldogs. I reckon I reckon the dogs are, the dogs, I reckon, for the rest of this season are gonna be a danger game to whoever plays them because they could just pull out whatever they pulled out against us and North. Mm. But are the doggies gonna be running out of legs now? Like they've played a few tough games in a row. Yes, they surprised you, but can they do it again in Hawthorne? I don't think so. Especially Hawthorne knowing this late in the season. that no, fuck it. Bulldogs. All right. Fuck you, Clarkson. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I, I hope the Bulldogs win, but I think the Hawks win. Yeah, see, I'm the same. I think I'm the same as well. Well, when I'm right, I'll feel real good about it. <laughs> Can't wait to get nine this week and you get a two. <laughs> so <Yeah>. every week. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> uh, Melbourne take on Freer. Yeah, well, Ooh. that should be... I think the Demons will uh, take... Take the recent pain out on the Dockers and have a ten goal. TIO yeah. Stadium, where's that? That's uh, Northern, Northern Territory. Territory. Ah, ooh, no what five, if- no Sandy against Gorn. <laughs> Gorn's gonna have break the world record for hitouts to advantage with eight hundred and two. <laughs> it's the Demons' home away from home. Who did yeah. the Dockers beat a few weeks back when they didn't have Sandy or Five? Was it someone- Giants? Just think it was huge. It was huge, whoever it was. They just got smashed by the team that was 17th. Maybe they, they come out and send a message. Although the Demons have lost three in a row, so like, fuck. They beat knows. Adelaide? Is that the team you're thinking uh, of? Yeah, yeah. No Melbourne. Sandy, no Fife. Yeah. Melbourne will win. And that was at home. Yeah. As in, yeah. in, in Perth. No, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Melbourne. Uh, then we have North Melbourne take on Gold Coast. North Eddie Melbourne. Had. North Melbourne. Yeah, North. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all pretty confident with that one. Essendon take on Collingwood at the MCG. Up the Bombers, I believe. On the sash. Do. Yes. Matt? Go on. Do it. I I think, yeah, I think it's probably going to be the Bombers. Yes. yes. But, I mean, I and that has been changed. I would have I tipped the pies until you gave me the stats on... 
who they'd beaten. Mm. And it's quite similar to the Demons. All yeah. their wins have come apart from... Well, now all of their wins have been against bottom 10 teams. Yeah. Because yeah. the Roos were the only top eight team they'd beaten and who are now no longer in the eighth. Matt, you can come on the show a lot because I've been wearing that tinfoil hat for a few weeks now and I felt alone, but it's glad to know you're here with me. Has your tinfoil hat though, been pointing in the wrong direction, Tom? Because you've been after Richmond, but is Collingwood really the... Oh, my tinfoil hat is pointing at a lot of people. Yeah. It's an AFL house. Is it's it? a big pronged hat. Who does the, who's in charge of the fixture? Gil, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Gil doesn't delegate any jobs. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does them all. And that's why he does a bad job at some of them. If that's yeah. true, he's a Saints supporter and Ooh. he's given us a rank. Is he really a St. Kilda supporter? Yeah. Wow. Maybe that's how he's trying to prove he's not corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, like, but I barracked for Saints. There's the thing about like umpires. Like, if you're an umpire who barracked for like Carlton your whole life, I reckon you would be harder on Carlton just to prove that you weren't. Yeah. Imagine me as an umpire. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> I'd give Brisbane a hundred free kicks a game. <laughs> Sean, what was that one for? Fuck you. That's why. Fifty meters. <laughs> Harris Andrews would like. <laughs> I'd give him a free kick and give him four fifty meter penalties. <laughs> so he could kick twenty goal. goals a game. After the Harris Andrews incident with Jeremy Cameron, yeah. if you were an umpire, you would have been throwing fists. <laughs> I would have. <laughs> uh, how do you? Because you were you weren't loving that last week. Five weeks. Have you yeah. talked about it since then? We mentioned it a little bit. Um, it email. comes up again in an email that we've got here. Mm-hmm. But it's by the five week thing. I will say that I agree with purely because the precedent they use is Tom Jonas and Cameron's is not as bad as Tom Jonas's, and Tom Jonas's was six. I think they need to take, but what did what was the damage Tom Jonas did? I knocked Gaff out and he missed two weeks. Yeah, but like, what was Gaff's just a concussion or was it like a brain bleed? Because I think that the fact that Harris Andrews' life was hanging in the balance, <sighs> sort of. I I I agree with you, but yeah. I think. And if they're serious about protecting the head, which giving someone sort of are right, yeah, giving someone internal bleeding on the brain, yep, eight. Eight weeks. I don't love how they they don't take the uh, previous record into account anymore if it's past a certain point or whatever. They should be like, no, nah, Jeremy Cameron's, what, 24 years old? Yeah. He's been reported 11 times. He's a thug. Give him eight weeks. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Matt? Yeah, I I don't know. Look, you know, you see it so many times, and I, I wouldn't have been surprised. I felt like five had to be the minimum. Yeah. Four would have felt Very soft. soft. Five feels like it's almost... At that stage, it's it felt like, like five sends a message without them having to send a message. Yeah, yeah. it's the least controversial amount of weeks yeah. they could have given. Yeah, it. yeah. Tom, I get what you mean with the the Jonas thing, but then at the same time, they've they don't show any consistency with anything else. So well, the, like- the issue was that the lawyers used the Jonas as their precedent, yeah. and then that's just what they have to go with. Yeah, the Whereas fact he pleaded I- not guilty as well. Yeah, Shut up. That's 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 for, that's the thing that annoyed me. If he had have said I did it and he got five weeks, I'd be like, okay, I get it. The fact that he pleaded not guilty, I reckon just give him two weeks on top. Well, it, it wasn't like a clear yeah. cut not guilty. It was him saying you're you're telling me I did it intentionally. I'm saying it was non intentional. But I'm not He's saying, saying I didn't I, hit him. I agree. He's obviously saying, I agree that I hit him. I wasn't there. I was watching Jurassic World. It was okay. (laughs) Oh, Stuart Um, checks out. Is that all the games? That's all the games. Fuck, this is a long episode. That's all right. We've got two emails. I talk really slowly. All fucking episodes are long, though, on this show. With guests. They just blow out. That's all right. We just love having chats about it. No, it's a a great episode. It's definitely us. Did we go Eagles-Giants? the constant? No. (laughs) Actually, we skipped a game. Eagles-Giants. Eagles. Eagles. Oh, you you think? It's over there. 
Ah, uh, well, fuck the Giants. Uh, <laughs> the Cowboys. Toby there, Green though. due back. Like, who, never? who cares? That is a huge game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eagles three in a row. They've lost. They got to bounce back at some point, right? If they stand for anything. So. <laughs> we say that every fucking sand. week, and we've yeah. learned that no one stands for anything, Sean. Yeah. That is a that is a huge game. But interestingly, for the Bombers, that Especially means me. the teams immediately Twice. ahead of you on the ladder. Yeah. You've got um, Adelaide's playing the Tigers, so you jump them if you beat the Pies. They lose. Uh, Hawthorne got the Dogs, who is a bit of a line ball game. Roos have got the Suns. Obviously that. They're going to stay ahead of you by a game. Yeah. Cats have got the Swans, which is a tough one. And then you've got Giants against the Eagles. There's You could... It's a huge game against yeah. the Pies. If we it's come out game. and flog the Pies... So not only is it a win, a percentage booster, and we slot into the eight. You could sneak into the eight. I might oh, cry. No. <laughs> right, we'd have to win by like 100 points. <laughs> yeah, you need a couple of percentage boosting wins. And other, and other teams don't have any gimmies. thrashed. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I like the idea that you're dreaming, though. Oh. Even if they could catch them on the games, though. If you catch them on games and then percentage is the factor, then, then the belief is, well, we'll just get more games. Yeah. And you're playing teams that are just above you, too. Yes. How much How much more fun is footy when you're just a little sniff anyway? Oh, yes. It's so good. Like Because every like, final... Because it's getting to the point now where a lot of AFL publications are posting like teams in finals contention, and Essendon are always just like right there towards the bottom, and every single... AFL writers saying the same thing. You're like, ah, oh, look, it'll be tough, but with these bombers, who knows? Yeah. It's like every game is an elimination final. Yes, it's very <laughs> stressful, but I believe. All right, we've got two emails. So this is from Joshua. State of the game question. <clears throat> See, this weekend, it's fucking fine. Next question. <laughs> hey, boys, love the show. It's great to have something new going after movie maintenance finished up. Firstly to Sean, fuck Jeremy Cameron. Five weeks was 80 weeks too little. <laughs> and I hope Harris Andrews destroys his future career prospects in a single game next time they meet by giving him an absolute bath and makes him look like he never smelled leather, let alone played the game. Champion. Now, moving along from that, I'm wondering what you guys think of the worry that is the state of the game being in shambles. The AFL seemed to think that the itchiest feet in all of AFL sport were the constant rule changes. The latest of this being those secret trials of zones and reducing player numbers on the field. I don't think this is needed. Which they're never going to reveal the footage for. They came out and said this way. <laughs> it's not going to show anyone. Like, Koshi was like, well, can we see? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, you may not. <laughs> secret training camps localized entirely within your kitchen. May I see it? <laughs> no, you may not. <laughs> Koshi's a dickhead because it's not other teams getting a jump because he's... The AFL have come out and said... The, Steve Hawking actually said this. Uh, he's like the second in charge, isn't he? Yep. The AFL. The three trials they've done have all been three separate things. So it's not – do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just that. They're trials, and they've actually opened it up to every club. If you want to do some trials, we'll come to your club and do it. We'll give it. you one rule to test out. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. Just Sorry. No, it's all right because just like it's right near the end. So um, it's just Josh just goes on to say that, look, all sports are going to have slow or boring games every now and then. What are your thoughts? Do we need constant attempts to reshuffle the sport? Cheers, Josh. There's a PS, but we'll answer the question first. When the AFL made two more teams, uh, the talent pool got stretched out, and you're seeing that now with the shithouse Gold Coast. Brisbane's been shit for years. Um, <laughs> Saints have struggled a little bit. You've got teams that have struggled, and it's because yeah. probably there's there probably are too too many teams. If you yeah, 
I think free agency didn't help either. They introduced free agency and two new teams, so the talent pool diluted because people that shit teams just went to good sites. Yeah. So you already had you already in a the big TC movement of the late that's it two thousands. And yeah. on top of that, you had all of the draft picks going to the Giants and the Gold Coast Suns. So teams like Brisbane, Carlton, who were down the bottom for an extended and period, Kilda. and St Kilda mm. couldn't regenerate as in you know in normal fashion and had to find different ways to do it. Uh, that guy's right, though. You're always going to have some shit games. But the weekend showed you've had, like, out of the nine games on the weekend, like five or six of them are really good. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think the state of the game stuff's just reaction. Like, it's that thing where coaches will try different things and eventually, like, it'll w- work itself out. Like, in the early 2000s, people were like, oh, Sydney plays shit football. We need to do something about it. Yeah. And then the reaction to that was Geelong Hawthorne, did. Geelong, and Collingwood, who played, like, run and gun, high scoring corridor styles of football and then you then had St Kilda come along and build another model that was to shut games like it flows get the and fuck the Hawks over again it. the mm. Hawks had that web and then the Bulldogs were running gun and now Richmond are running gun so that it yeah it ebbs and flows yeah so, and it's been like that forever and yeah. and it's nostalgia does this to everyone across every sort of pop culture thing music was always better when people were younger yeah Football was always better when people were younger. This is just what yeah. people don't age, people don't understand that they're aging. It's not. <laughs> it's not that. What are you saying, man? Am I getting older? I'm saying you're getting older, mate. And it's not <laughs> footy that sucks now. It's your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Darren from Bendigo. <laughs> P.S. Up you fucking bloods. Luke Parker, if you're listening, even though you're probably not, I love you. Fuck Richmond. I, by the way, I don't hate the idea of starting positions. Not me neither. I, I don't, don't think it's a huge change. It's yeah. just made, it's it's sort of bringing something in that it was was happening. It, it was happening without being enforced until yeah. recently. So I don't think it would well, it wouldn't change things I, that much. I think this started to be a shift in the last few weeks where all of a sudden you'll notice that a forward will drag a defender away just to just to get something uh, someone to kick to. Yeah. Can I Sorry. clarify? Is this just at center bounces? It's going to be six, six, and six. Yeah. And- yeah. And then what happens? So once the ball goes up, then they can still yeah, run. Yeah, in yeah, or exactly. everyone can move. But I think well, it's, you know, right. every every stoppage has got to be one. What around one. the ground stoppages? I, I think that's what they're doing because that's TAC harder to. Yeah, that. Uh, uh, maybe it's yeah. every centre bounce. I, I like it because I think it came up in the Saints game. It was kind of like if they do the zones next year, you're not going to have 15 blokes behind the ball at right. the end of the game. That's yeah. interesting. That's a yeah. Huge would have been chance. good for us. It would have yeah. helped. It would have stopped us. But, but so you have saved that, us from ourselves. And like you guys still won. But then you look at the Bulldogs. Geelong game. Bulldogs did the same thing. When Abel kicked that goal, they put three guys behind the ball and it meant Cam Guthrie and Tim Kelly were by themselves on the wing and they got the balls. And they got the ball into yeah. Harry Taylor. Like Yeah. So I think the game I don't just like I, yeah. the zone thing is probably the be- the best idea I've heard. The interchange cap one's weird. Um I like I like when they asked Dangerfield about it and he's like, We have to do a lot. It's hard. <laughs> don't yeah. give us more to do. Do you yeah, like yeah. the idea of the rule to extend the 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 um the goals out to fifteen meters? The goal square. So So then the the, player who kicks in can clear the congestion and get it sort of moving a bit more. I don't mind that. I don't mind it either. It would, yeah. I'm like, wouldn't the congestion just move back? But I guess it spreads it. it, Because you've got, then you've just got more room for sure. You've got more options, I suppose. It also means a longer target. It's going to be, you also, I guess, eliminate. Richmond's game style 
can't survive that because Richmond game style is that as soon as the ball's in there, they just lock it down, they forward press. So that's yeah. what the AF thought. They're worried about Richmond and teams like that becoming too dominant. Yeah. So now they're making this potentially this rule. I think Dustin Fletcher came up with the idea, he floated it. Yeah. He would love that. He'd kick it outside the fucking centre square every time. Like, yeah. <laughs> People doing the kickings, it wouldn't be like your, your normal players. It'd be like Zach Tui and like yeah, Matt would Suckling be. guys. It could just kick it 60. Yeah. Anyway. I wish it would be that. a genuine shot at scoring from there. Yeah. <laughs> just with the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> at the SCG. You know, yeah. things going his way, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Watching Dustin Fletcher kick goals is my favourite <laughs> AFL moment ever. Like they just go hot, so hot, <laughs> and he he never kicks them from fifty, even though even if he has room, yeah, he'll be like, oh, I'm about to run out of center square. I don't know if I'm allowed past this line. I better just have a shot. <laughs> it's it's because it's because oh. he grew up in like playing in the eighties and nineties, and that's just what you did. Yeah, he was like, well, this is the only thing I know how to do. I don't know how to do short kicks. What the fuck are you talking about? What's a short kick? Fifty meters, yeah. Forty <laughs> five. <laughs> is that a mark? <laughs> All right. <laughs> 45-meter chip path. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just to end the episode, we've got an email from Josie. The subject is, how special is footy? Boys, on the note of some of last week's emails about special footy moments, I've got one. My godmother was a diehard Saints fan, and whether I'd, whenever I'd go to Melbourne, we would always go to see Saints train and play. When she passed away in August 2013, fuck cancer, I turned my back on footy. It was just too painful. She was supposed to go to see the Saints play the night she passed, and I was trying to try and spot her on the tally like always. My mum was going to the game with her, and she died when mum was mid-flight between Brizzy and Melbourne. We knew she was sick, but we thought we had more time. So mid-season, mid-round, I just stopped watching. I packed away my Saints gear. I dropped the sports package from my Foxtel account. Everything. I was done. It hurt so much. I've since come back to the footy in the last two years, thanks to the boys at work. I can even forgive them for being Port and Collingwood fans because they brought me back to footy. Also, we bonded on our mutual hatred for Adelaide. Good. <laughs> Good. So flash forward from 2013 to a few weeks ago when I took my six-year-old daughters to their first game, Gold Coast versus St. Kilda at Metricon. They've decided to support Brisbane and Geelong respectively, Great. but donned Good the people. red, white and black with me, though I did allow my little cat supporter to wear her beanie just to shit stir. Good. Start at young, right? Lot. By the way, Tom, she stands. Yes! <laughs> She's better than me already. <laughs> Boys, I've never needed the Saints to win so badly, and they did. I hugged a stranger and cried. <laughs> I know it was against the Suns, but I don't care. Sometimes you need a win for the sake of more than just your pride. My love for footy is fully revived and my heart finally feels healed. Oh my God, she has turned us around. <laughs> Since she's been back on board, we haven't lost. <laughs> also, Jeremy Cameron should be out for as long as it takes Harris Andrews to come back. And if that's never, then it's so it should be. Agreed. Five weeks was nowhere near enough. They should rename that club to the GWS Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Those six-year-old daughters are going to grow up fucking right. Oh my God. Right. Oh. Email, Joe. <clears throat> And pray for me, I'm a gluten intolerant Saints fan. Gluten free toast is a whole new realm of punishment. <laughs> oh. Up the Saints, footy is precious. Josie, P.S. If the Saints ever win again, can you please get Maddie Stewart on the hey. pod? Hey. Oh, that's so Woo. nice. How good was what that email? Legend. That was a fucking good email. <laughs> Look, I don't mean to disrespect anyone that's ever emailed us, but that is the best email we've ever got. 100%. Uh, it's a ripper. How, it was... good, how good's footy that good? That's why footy's. The fucking best. I'd just like to clarify. I asked you to be on the show before I read that email. No kidding. So not That's only wild. has she brought the Saints to victory two weeks in a row, she also brought you onto this podcast. She is powerful. Fuck. That is a powerful being. That is, you know. That's like a nice place to end it because that's how good footy is. Yeah. Bloody hell. I feel 
Real nice. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Same. All right. So if you want to email us, Tom, where can you do so? You can send us an email, howgoodsfooty at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at howgoodsfooty, or you can tweet us individually. I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Douche13. And Matt? I'm at Matt Stew underscore Art. Oh. <laughs> Which I don't, saying it out loud makes me feel no good. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything you want to plug, Matt? I do another podcast uh, that also comes out on Wednesdays called Do Go On, um, and it's about different topics each week. Yep. And, well, there's an episode with Dusha, which yep. might be interesting for your listeners. He talked, uh, did about a two-hour report about Ryan Gosling. Yes. Oh. And I also, uh, one of the first episodes we did, I think it was episode two, I did about the history of AFL yeah. footy. So that might be interesting to people. And I'm starting a new podcast. I think it's either coming out this week or next. It's called Primates. And it's all about primates in popular culture. Oh. Um, recorded episodes about... Today I recorded an episode about Dunstan Checks In. Oh, oh great um, film. Fucking hell. Amazing. I've also done, yeah, some other great things. Who else is on that podcast with you? It's me and, and a different guest each week. Oh, so whew, that's you, huge. you guys will have to come in. And, and we also do, at the end of each episode, I talk about a different um, primate sports mascot. Oh. <laughs> I did uh, the Fitzroy Gorillas. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's a couple of fun things maybe to check out. Do go on, and it's uh, at do go on pod. Yep. Search it on iTunes to uh, find the podcast. And you're also performing a live show in Sydney in August? Oh, yes. We're doing a live do go on on August 24th. Perfect. And they can probably get information from that from your Twitter account or the do go on pod yes, Twitter account. Yes, it's dogoonpod.com. Is that what a website is? I guess. Is that a, I'm saying, d- am I saying that right? Say the www. www. <laughs> That's the bit that was throwing you know me you off. You don't need to do that anymore. Have you noticed that? Joel Zammett yells at me every single time he I say www. <laughs> We, yeah, I was in trouble. So did you go to www.twitter.com <laughs> slash howgoodsfooty? <laughs> Wait, which way is the slash? Uh, ooh, that's a, it's a forward slash. Forward slash, okay. Yeah. Thank God. you ever use a backslash? I love a backslash. <laughs> Don the backslash. <laughs> uh, go the Bombers. Go Lions. Go Cats. I'll uh, go the Saints. Yes. 